Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. Now, listen to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. What is going on? What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We are going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. And then we're going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and next. But first, Kamar, how was your week? Uh, well, you know, obviously we're going through the lockdown, so it's been a pretty mild week. I'm still trying to process, though, what I saw on the Burt Kreischer Netflix special. I, oh, excuse me, I, I didn't watch it. I'm so sorry. You, you, but you watched some of it. I, I walked into the house, uh, and Mary had it on. So, like, when I walked in, Mary was watching the part with Caitlyn Jenner and, uh, what's her name? The slutty comedian. Schlesinger? <laughs> Nikki Glazer. No, Nikki Glazer, yeah. And then, so, because the part right after that is Donnell and Bobby Lee, I also happened to get to watch that. But I had, I pretty much listened to all these podcasts yesterday. So. But that was my week, uh, eagerly anticipating that and then watching it. And being eagerly disappointed. Like I said in the text thread, maybe if you don't know what's going on here, it's something. If you weren't aware of all the players it, involved. It, like, I know everyone so well, it's just bizarro and contrived. But if you didn't know anything, it might be well, my, outrageously funny. My question to you, though, is isn't it. So do you think it's geared towards people that aren't already Burt fans? Or do you think it's geared towards his base? That's my question to you. Because if it's geared towards non-Burt fans, then I guess I'd be with you. They're trying to introduce a bunch of new, like in the hopes of yeah, just... Yeah, I mean, in the essence of Netflix, yeah, it's just to okay. put something out there. But it's just so... Contrived. It doesn't make sense. It's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed for everybody who went on that show. I'm embarrassed for that show. I'm. It's so fucking gross. It's such a blatant... Like, you know how we say sellout? There's no such thing as a sellout anymore. Um, rock and roll bands use their things for car commercials. I don't give a fuck. This is selling out. I don't care what you say. This is like, I don't care about my comedy. I don't care about anything. I just want to make money. It's, it's what it is. Because I, he's running around naked like an asshole. But that's his comedy. For every episode. No, no, no. Every episode, he like will like wax his asshole or do something and then come out in the middle of it to the person who's coming. It's... So contrived. I would hope he just got a big check and it's completely someone else's idea and he just did it. That, that's why I would hope. No, see, this is where I'm, I I would have to assume that the whole thing is his idea. I and think that so, it was yeah. executed the way he wanted. Unfortunately. And, I mean, but, keep in mind, you're two people. I haven't watched it. I will say this. Like I said, the part with Caitlyn Jenner, I only saw two minutes of. It seemed very reality TV and gross because I know they're not friends. And she seemed like a real bitch. The Donnell Bobby Lee part, I thought was fucking hilarious. Well, Donnell was for great. Two, for two seconds, and then you start to see, oh, shit, this goes on for a whole episode, and they can't keep up like any sort of um, well, again, authenticity. Again, like I said, as far as editing and stuff, like what, 
how shitty was the stuff that was left on the floor? Oh, uh, that I they they salvaged this to put this show together, but it, it's getting like not bad reviews, so. which is insane. What do I know? It well, just shows you who the fucking majority of people are out there, you know. Unfortunately, I mean, whatever. I I don't know. And, and listen, I thought that Bert's um, stand up. What was that one? The the last one he did, Secret uh, Time. Secret Time was the best uh, comedy special of the year. That's what I think. Wow. Yeah. High praise. Yeah. And this was fucking hot garbage. At least he's going to be able to pay for his daughters to go to university. I think he was already there. I don't know why. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> this is what we always wonder, but because we are not wealthy, we don't understand. No, but those shows like the... Um, the Pursuit of Wealth. I think it's also that his best friend just got the bag or one of his good friends just got the bag. And, th- and that, your wealth like pressure. Well, your wealth all of a sudden seemed, you know what I mean? Like you're Battle trying to get to that next echelon. I don't know. I mean, I think, again, we're not rich. So, you know, I always looked at it like if I got $2 million, I would not stop, but I would just be more chill about everything. I wouldn't be as like, but I guess that's not how it works. I think I, you get $2 million and you're like, well, how do I get the next five? I think what I might have thought is it actually may have been an opportunity. Like it didn't have to be funny. It could have been insightful and he could have grown and chilled out or whatever. It didn't have to be funny. It could have been. Oh, this, no. Well, it had to be funny. Come on. This is somewhere where I'll. You were talking. The about, angle was supposed to not be funny. That's what I'm saying. You were talking about the editing. Maybe maybe Bert wanted it to be a little more serious. And maybe it got to the editing bay and Netflix was like, fuck this. this, this maybe it didn't work, too. Maybe they tried to be serious. You know what I mean? And then they got can, in there and they're like, can fuck I, this. Listen, I would agree with everything everyone is saying as a possibility mocha. You know what I mean? Oh, you I'll, have to. No, no. But. Except I watched it and I saw the Caitlyn uh, Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. That episode, you you have to throw all of your arguments out the window because you can see that that was only for ratings. And not only that, when she's there and they're like talking about, um, she's like, uh, I have 10 million Instagram followers and they're all like freaking out. And Bert's like, oh, well, we have to take a selfie right away. Yeah. It was so obvious at that point that everything was just for followers. Yeah. It was just for, it, it's gross. It was man. disappointing. It was I, gross. I eagerly anticipated watching it. And, and I thought it was and, gross. Like, I didn't like that Tom uh, went on it and like, he's better than that. You know what I mean? Who knows though? I it's It's so weird on the outside looking in. Like I said, because we know these people and we assume we know them and decide that they wouldn't make these choices and then they do i'm also curious simon like if kamar tomorrow gets a netflix special and he calls you up and is like listen it's this thing where you come up to a cabin you're going to spend a day or two with me we're going to record some shit you'd go you have to see my balls yeah sure but you've already seen his balls a hundred times because you have a pocket but you know what i mean like i I don't necessarily think it's like oh how could tom do that tom is helping his buddy out who's like hey do you want to come i I just look at it differently I i like to hear some aftermath people talk about it Sure. After they've seen it, because when you're shooting it or whatever, you have no idea what it's going to come out as. Well, I, I can tell you Miss Pat wasn't happy about it. She, <laughs> she should have had a cease and desist. Because that just made her look bad. It, was it just, made her look terrible. It was, just, it was oh. gross, yeah. And it's not her fault, because frankly, I'm sure Kaylee Cuoco's a fucking moron. You know what I mean? So Cute A super unbelievably hot moron, but... Like, she was acting like an asshole. I just want you to like me, Pat. You know, the whole thing was gross. I'm telling well, you. Well, that, that episode in, in particular, like, I, is Joel McHale hooking up with her? Didn't you? Oh, I got that idea okay. for sure. 
So there's a lot of sub stories that we may never know, but, but that was my week. But the grossest, that was nothing week. to do with trans anything. The grossest episode was the Clayton Jenner one, just from a pure like everybody in this episode is only here. The to definition try and of contrived. Push their agenda for or their celebrity forward in a time where they're not getting enough attention. Check all of the COVID. boxes. Like, ah. It is what it is. Sorry, come here. No, no, that's this fine. was your week. No, he said that was his week. We had to discuss it. Well, that, I, my week was shit and nothing happened. So I'll include myself in Kamar's week. Wow. That's a, a rarity from Simon. So nothing in Simon's world. Okay. How's your week, Matt? Oh, uh, you know, pretty much par for the course. Same Imagine shit. Matt just had the best week, blah, 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 one, 25 minutes. <laughs> this is why I ask one day that will Listen, happen. I've, I was going to say, I hope, Simon, that one day I walk in here and have said story for you. Unfortunately, we're locked down. Ottawa's the worst right now, too. Everything came up Floyd. Yeah, no, that we, those weeks don't happen. Do we want to run down the uh, guests? That's what it says there, Kamar. It says guest list. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love four episodes. Guests. Well, you know, yeah. We still forget to press the button, so it doesn't matter. I was thinking the other day, are we getting better or worse or staying complacent? But it was an interesting week because it broke my bubble of three podcasts a week. I mean, it didn't really because it didn't get to iTunes, so it's all still. Oh my that's, God. No, that's, no, that's an not, interesting that's not Maybe that one got to Spotify early, and it's part of next week's uh, three. I, I, we just don't know yet. Very interesting. But his Both argument is that his Both argument guys. is that on Spotify it's three a week. <laughs> Again, if no, next I, week I did not state okay. the platform. If next week there's only two on Spotify, then bum, bum, bum. the conspiracies can fly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we started out with a podcast we knew was coming down the pipe. Uh, Roy Jones Jr., 1548. Two we knew were coming down the pipe. Then we had, uh, it's been too long, Tom Papa, 1549. Then we had, uh, obviously, he was a local get, uh, Wesley Hunt, veteran 1550. And we finished off with a 1551, Paul Saladino. Paul Saladino. Well, I'm doing that on, on purpose. Sorvino. <laughs> All right. Um, do you want to rate the week, Kamar? Or do we want a Simon to rate the week? I think Simon's still going through his notes. Yeah. I'll, uh, Simon took his notes on old dot matrix paper from the fucking 80s this week. I'll give this week a uh, 3.5. And I'm going to find out how I got there. Yeah, I give this week a uh, two and a half. Two Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, two and a half sounds about two. Right. I drop it to a two. Wow. Okay. And Price is writing you. I was That's being fine. generous. One dollar. That's fine. I'm gonna stick it to I'm gonna stick it two and a half. Not a great uh, not my favorite week for sure. Again, like I've said time and time again, uh, you know, three of these podcasts I would not listen to. Which so you would have only listened to Roy Jones? I probably? think I th well Tom Pop. I'd be like, well, I've been there, done that, uh, and uh, um, in that vein, I can say I would categorically have listened to zero of four podcasts this week. Really, even yeah. though you listened to the Mike Tyson and knew this was coming down the pipe, you just didn't want to hear the other side at all. Yeah, I was gonna say I would have had to have listened to Roy Jones, I mean, but maybe I would have given it a couple of minutes, and then as soon as I saw that it was just gonna be fight, fight, for fight, fight, fight. Wow, well, you gotta assume that, but no one. No one uses the third person quite as well as Roy Jones. You can. Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, like I if Kamar Babar is going to sit here and rate this episode, yeah. I've got to give props. <laughs> I, uh, 
yeah, I guess I guess Roy Jones would have been the only one. I, my only problem was like I it it just felt like it should have been an MMA, but you can't because Mike Tyson wasn't an MMA. You know what I mean? Like it feels like lately there's been a few that maybe should have been MMAs. Although I guess they haven't really had anyone. Be- because of the Mike Tyson one, this had to be done. I get it. it I understand. Had to be done. I totally get it. Um, but yeah, not. I mean. This week, I definitely would have just like two years ago, I would have avoided this week like the plague. That Spotify only um, episode, that was actually the sleeper of the week for me. Oh, I hated that the episode. Spotify only. Saladino? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. I think that that might be the uh, episode of the week for me, too. No, for me, it was the Republican, which I hated. Like, I didn't like the episode. I found my blood boiling, but I like those. Gets you thinking, gets you, you know, you should listen to the other side as much as you can. The other side must be heard. Well, let's get into it. All right. Start it up. I need a number and a name. Roy Jones Jr. Yeah, Roy Jones. 1547. Where were we? Um, So we got the truth out of Roy Jones, which I loved, which was that he was like... I took this fight on six weeks. I took this fight on six weeks. Six weeks knowing he wouldn't be ready in six weeks. I'm not fighting Mike on 12 weeks. I wasn't trying to fight Mike on 12 weeks, but I'm also not a bitch, so I'm not going to back down. I think the most honest answer, though, would be $20 million. Of course. Or, or, or whatever the bag is. Like, just like, let's not split hairs here. But I think that's also why, Kamar, he was so open to them being like, we got to wait six more weeks because the money's going to be right. For the you know what I mean? Like he was like, I'm going to get, I'm fighting a psychopath, but I guess if the bag is right, like you said, then yeah, I'll jump in. And I, I don't understand what the difference between a normal fight and an exhibition fight is. Well, well he, exhibition he fight is supposed nothing. No, no. Well, he, no, no. In reality, well, less time. a professional fight is supposed to have the 12 ounce gloves and no headgear and be judged professionally. A non, an exhibition fight is, I guess would be considered non-professional. I where think, you would have headgear. I think what I thought, like an exhibition fight, I mean, punches would be pulled. So, you know what I mean? To me, that's sp- spar- sparring. Well, like, no kind exactly. Of, but you don't even pull punches like, sparring, really. Like, and if so- you say it's that, then can it even be entertaining? Because the ultimate reason you watch a fight is someone may get knocked out. I mean, to me, it's like having the judges there, like, neither of these guys are going on to fight for a belt. So if they don't, if one of them doesn't get knocked out, do I really need a winner? And it's going to be a freak show. I think Jake Paul's on the undercard. Oof. Fighting a YouTuber or something. Yes. Again, though, that's just for money. And I'm disappointed that this will be done under the social distance parameters. What Like there won't be a There won't be 50,000 people there. Like that. Yeah, yeah. that had to give us some more energy. But I mean, it had to be done, like I said, do you guys think after listening to this podcast, you chose someone to back? Well, yeah, you have to back Mike. Roy sounded like he was like, I'm gonna, I'm a prize fighter. I'm going to fight for a bag. Whereas Mike mentioned that he gets aroused at the thought of hurting someone. So, And that makes you pull for Mike? It doesn't make me pull for Mike. If I was a betting man and I had to lay money down. I'm definitely pulling for Roy. I think I'm pulling for Roy yeah. too. Yeah, I'm after pulling. listening to two podcasts, that's not what, I mean, I'm pulling for Roy for sure. I just think that Mike is a fucking a caged animal. That and had it been Mike podcast before, who was calm and, and said he was just doing this for the 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 insane animal. I I think needs to be tamed. I think Roy is going to win. I think Roy's been boxing this whole time. He's been training people. He's been in the game, and Mike's been building fucking marijuana retreats. Well, we're going to, 
someone's going to be right and someone's going to be wrong. Um, how about Roy using uh, chickens as his... Uh, roosters. Yeah, roosters, emulating yeah. roosters. I, I like that. I felt that. You guys remember kung fu movies with the monkey style and all these yeah. styles. Drunken so, monk style is the best style. I think my only problem with his style is that the animal that he chose to emulate doesn't have arms to punch. So it seems like an odd... Like that's, it, that's why he had to duck and move so much. I get it. Juke and jive. Sure. I'm just saying. Turkey style. Turkey style. He's asleep in the corner. Um, what were we just talking about? Oh, uh, Fight styles, no, animals, uh, drunken monk. Drunken monkey. Um, yeah, that was like my favorite part of uh, blood sport was the fact that he was fighting all the different style guys, but that one dude from Africa, you know, he rolls in, he's like a monkey dude, and he's hopping all over the thing. And yeah, Kamar said the monk, the drunken drunk, drunk monk. Drunken monk is the coolest style when the guys, I think Jackie Chan does it best when he looks yeah, like he's he drunk. all hammered, and you just fucking beat the shit over, out of him. Uh, stumbles. Stylishly wise. But I think, I just think uh, Roy came off humbler, well, Mike came off psychotic, yeah, like exactly. a psychotic person. It's hard to uh, look. If it had been the Mike from before, and he had come in, and he's like still all chill, and he's still smoking weed and just being cool. I think I'd want to get behind him. Back in Mike, but when you come in and you're like two step, you know, two sentences away from telling Joe you're going to eat his children, you have to sort of side with the saner person. So that's why I'm glad this podcast happened. That being said. I care not for fighting. Yeah, but Old that's, boxing that's matches. the other part of this is I don't really care. I did it don't. I don't really care. And I'm not going to back anybody because I don't really care. Fair enough. Yeah. You you don't care in that uh, you wouldn't watch it? Oh, he's going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. But I mean, like I, you know, <laughs> uh, there are UFC matches where I feel like I have like uh, somebody I actually like and want to I don't care with these two guys I don't really think it's like a real real fight and yeah I, I don't see how the uh, excitement for this would be generated if the only promotion is these two interviews on Joe Rogan <coughs> like compared to remember when um, Floyd Mayweather fought Conor McGregor mm -hmm. that was insane yeah remember when they went to the um, CNE in Toronto Insane. It was insane. There's people like hanging yeah. up the rafters. I mean, I just don't think it was ever going to be big like that. Like that was a fight where those guys really wanted to fight each other. It was also two people from separate sports, somewhat in their prime. Right, that too. This is two dudes that are washed up that we would have loved to have seen in their prime, but but we do know not washed up. Sorry, you have to even if it's contrived, promote your sport, like create a rivalry, like yeah. It was amazing how they shit on each other in the yeah, interview. These guys needed to like get in a scrap outside of like a something, 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 you know? something to, to even those exhibition maybe to inject some stakes into the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. I didn't know that Roy Jones uh, got robbed like that at the Olympics. That's uh, an interesting little story. Oh, we forgot too. Ultimate Matrix moment. Roy Jones is in the Matrix. Ultimate Matrix moment. Roy Jones is in the Matrix. He's training in the Matrix? No, he's just one of the, like, uh, he's one of the people, like, that's been freed from the Matrix. Oh, I see. He was in the movie The Matrix. Gotcha. He was Thank in you. the film The Matrix, yes. Gotcha. So gotcha. if we're talking gotcha. about actual Matrix moments, mm -hmm. Roy Jones has been in the film, was in the film. Mm 
original. He, he may have been robbed in the Olympics, but he may, he made out all right. Because part of it, they were saying, oh, Olympic athletes, for the most part, like if you're a pole vaulter, it's not like there's millions waiting for you after the Olympics. Well, I think the real point is that boxing especially, it's not, it's not an Olympic sport where you're going to go back to try to win gold five times in a row. It's not a Michael Phelps, you know what I mean? Like, in boxing, you're probably going to win Olympic gold, and then you're like immediately like, I'm going to become a professional boxer so I can get some fucking money because this is horse shit. That's at least my opinion. So my my thought on it was like, I will say this, though. He seemed really butthurt about it. Well, yeah, that's a moment in time you just can't get back. I, I understand that, but I'm saying it seemed like it was, we can look at it like whatever, he, he got his money and he, he made it okay, but it seemed like it was a real sticking point to him, like and, something that... And like he said when he went to the guy and said, do you think you won that? And the guy's like, I don't think I won that. You fucking train like your whole life to that point. I know. For that moment. And it's Rob. You know, that's bullshit. And the way we know, like after <laughs> watching um, Icarus, how fucking fixed this whole thing is on probably every level of every Olympics that's happened in like modern times. You well, know? in the Olympics, the judge sports are the most suspect well, and especially boxing like because we don't really understand what's going on like listen if they're judging a a, tur a twirl in figure skating and if you don't land it we know it you it's know you don't really know in boxing like same within like the martial arts i never know where the scoring's coming from the wrestling or the judo <laughs> i everything. always think one guy won and the other guy's getting the point i think my point though simon was like I'm with you. Let's say, like, let's say you train to be a, I don't know, a fucking Olympic diver for your whole life. And then you get there and you trip or you fall or you get fucked by the judges, whatever. You're probably not going to go on to be an Olympic diver your whole life. You know what I mean? Like, but Roy Jones was going to be a boxer after that. That's my only point is it's not like, uh, there's a lot of Olympic athletes that fall at the, at the, at the last meter or that, or that falter and should have won. And then they just go on to be a banker. And, yeah. and that, that I understand, like you're now a banker and you have this fuck. I, I would have had an Olympic gold, but whereas Roy Jones, I, I imagine too, it's like, look, if you're the best at what you do, yeah, like you if you're Michael Jordan and you don't win your college basketball <laughs> championship, that haunts you forever, you know? Sure. Cause you know, you're Michael Jordan and that should have been part of your legacy. So that was stripped from it. I totally understand how that fucks with people. And you hear that story a lot. And you respect that, that even after all the accolades, everything he's done, that one thing still well, maybe is a that's what bonnet. like drives you at that point to become a pro and to be like, fuck these nerds, you know, I'm going to show you. Do you guys think it'd be better if it was a Roy and Mike and Joe in the studio at the same time? No, uh, there would have been a fight for sure. Mike is crazy right now, man. I, I didn't say that, Mike. I love you, but he's acting crazy right now. I guess I, I don't fight, and you got to get in some sort of zone. I mean, I I agree with that. I agree with his own. I, granted, I'm a fucking guy who doesn't compete in anything, so I don't really understand that. I guess, but he just seemed like he was a different dude. Not that he was in a different zone. Like he was literally a different person. And it was refreshing that Joe since then has talked about how uncomfortably well, he was at, just to back at up. Least, what I mean, suspected. I'm kind of surprised he has, it, it goes against his, you know, talking at a school brand. No, of not speaking his mind about anything. I think he was speaking out of respect for the fierce warrior. Mike Tyson is there. or out of fear of the fierce warrior. Mike Tyson is. That's fair. 
That's why Joe's moving the studio because Mike's been there. Yeah, he wants to move somewhere yeah, he's right, never well, fuck been. This. <laughs> What's his name? Jamie was like, no, we'll just make the table bigger. No, yeah. fuck that. No, Jamie, you're making <laughs> the table moving. bigger and we're moving. <laughs> I want both of those things done. And the gun taped to the bottom of the table. Yeah. Um, Hold on. First of all, it's Joe Rogan. It's not taped. It's on like some fucking lever that'll like fucking shoot out into his hand. Yeah, a la sure like he, Wild Wild West. two knives there connected on the side. Of course. So and a tied tie. Sorry. He said he always wanted to fight Mike Tyson. Joe Rogan or Roy Jones? Roy Jones. Yeah. Well, now he gets his chance. Yeah. If it's true. Or maybe he's just saying that. To, you know. No, I'm sure there's a competitive thing where everyone wants to test themselves. I mean, if you're in that arena, I don't want to fight Mike Tyson. No, but you're not a fighter. I think it's very simple that like you can't be you can't consider yourself the best unless you tried to fight unless you fought all the best or at least tried to. And you can't be afraid of any man. That's it. If you have your confidence and ego. It almost bled into the narcissism that we talked about last sure. week. The confidence you have to have to But it was like Carl Malone and Gary Payton in that Mike Michael Jordan documentary. You know, Carl Malone was like, I don't care what the fuck you say, I'm a man. He's just Michael Jordan to me. The yes, fuck you, want. Yes. you know what I mean? Like, like he's just like, dude, I'm a, I'm a fucking incredible basketball player. And to you guys, he's Michael Jordan. To me, he was a competitor that I had to go up against. Yeah, he beat me, but I consider myself. We from afar look at it like, uh, you're in fear, but they're like, I'm the man too. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and I, I have a feeling that Roy Jones is, is looked at it back then. Even like, yeah, this guy's a killer. The fuck do you think I am? Like, that's why I was thinking about on sports teams, the difficulty of a coach. Like, just controlling so all the have, egos you, and stuff. So you have yeah. Sidney Crosby, and you, you think there's a pecking line, and the, the um, salaries are different, and you think everyone is subserving, like, oh, well, he's better than me, but... Yeah, everyone's the man. Everyone, everyone, think, everyone thinks they're the man. Everyone wants to be at bat in the bottom of the ninth with the game on the line, yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, you probably shouldn't be in that sport, realistically. The management of ego. Well, I'm, I'm sure RJ wanted to fight Mike Tyson. RJ? That's the guy he turns into, remember? He was oh, yeah, RJ, he's like, yeah. He's got that... Yeah, Dude, Roy Jones, his, Hulk, his out, Hulk version. Yeah. Who only came out in one fight because the guy um, beat disrespected him, him and then disrespected him yeah. about it because it was uh, he got di disqualified for like punching him while he was on the ground or something, and then beast mode, and then got disqualified. Anyways, um, the uh, I wanted to say the Olympics. Um, shit, I wanted to talk to you guys about something. Yeah, it says for the Olympics in bold at the bottom there. No, I know, I know. But oh. then, um, well, I was going to talk about how the nations just get crippled, you know, who host the Olympics. Well, we were talking about Greece. Now yeah, they the other do, league. yeah. Now they do, yeah. Well, look at Japan. I mean, it, that, that's what I was thinking, though. We say now they do, but we should, like, look back at... Um, no, the fanfare wasn't as big, Simon. It used to literally just be, like, you show up. We have these facilities already. Well, when did they start doing these um, like bidding wars for the Olympics? Has that always been the case, or is that? Like I think it has. The, well, the IOC is so corrupt. M Montreal got fucked over by Olympics, so we can go back to at least '76 where Caitlin won. Well, the, I mean, the we, they didn't get bankrupted, though, did they? I don't. I think there's some issues with the Big O. They might still be paying for it. Really? That was yeah. Olympic Stadium. Well, I know that like. Um, even the housing that they built for the athletes was all done by like a famous architect. I forget his name now. I should know this. Uh, maybe like Safty or something. Not Frank. This is no. This is the thing. Like housing is all fine because housing you can reuse once it's gone. The problem is building 
70 new fucking structures that are probably never really going to get used. Oh, yeah, yeah. Except that they paid, you know, a million dollars a unit back then for something yeah. that is now being used by fucking dormitories for sure. McGill or something. You know what I mean? I'm it's- just saying at least it has some sort of like, dude, when they when Brazil did the World Cup, they built um, they built a fucking stadium in the middle of the Amazon rainforest yeah, for three was, games. You know what I mean? Like. That is the biggest waste of cash and ever. And we have enough facilities on the planet that you just got to rotate This is what them. I'm saying. And at least, f- though, for the Summer Olympics, like, um, some of those stadiums can be reused. Like, the Big O, they managed to reuse for baseball. It was useless, but whatever. Um, for the Winter Olympics, you have to build, like, bobsled courses and that and are never, never going to be reused, yeah. you know? Except, to, except to, for the few people training for that sport. Well, and those are the only places where you can train for bobsled. But we now have Calgary and Vancouver. But what I was going to say is, I mean, there's an argument, and it's a terrible argument to be made, that, like, well, now we have these places and we can excel in, but who gives a fuck? Like, I've never looked at us like, well, we're the best bobsledding nation. Like, who gives a shit? Who fucking cares? I don't care about the Olympics winter or summer at all. Wow. Whoa, 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 that, That's whoa. what I was going to ask. Pump what do you think is going to happen with the... Oh, with the Olympics this year because they got canceled because of COVID. No, they right? got postponed. postponed. This is what I'm sorry. Sorry. They're next they got year. postponed to next They're year. They're supposed to be next so year. So what if it's still not able to have these massive crowds? Are they going to go ahead with an Olympics like, or are they just going to? Well, looking at uh, NFL basketball, I, I, I think they can do the same thing. It, mm. The crowd's one thing, but you test all the athletes going in, you have a bubble and you go for it. Yeah, I think there's a... <clears throat> and Japan has a really low level of cases. That's where the... Yeah, so no, that's the problem, actually. Be. I believe that because they're so isolated that they're looking at it like it's a nightmare to bring. First of all, the NBA, it's not thousands of athletes. Like, the Olympics is literally... Might be tens of thousands yeah. of athletes. And where is it this year? Japan. Japan, that's what I'm so saying. So Japan, they put on the Olympics because, one, they want the notoriety, but two... It helps their economy for that time. If you have all these people if you coming have all over to people. watch the events. Now you don't have those people. Why would Japan even want to do it? You know, That's I, what I'm saying is, well, they have to now, Simon, because they spent the money on the infrastructure. So yeah, they have to. They were ready this, to roll. At this point, they have to. But I'm with you. But without the next without, one. If, if, if in the summer shit is not good and they can't bring people in, they will lose so much money. Or who's going to bid on the next Olympics, Matt? Because you're going to put all that work in. You're forgetting, though. They're already bid up to, like, 2050. So the real question is, after that, I wonder bidding? what, like, uh, what can the OAC, oh, the IOC really do? All they can really do is say, you'll never be able to host another Olympics if you back out of this one. And you'll be like, <laughs> yeah, we don't fuck care. right <laughs> yeah, off. Go you ahead. Know? Go fuck yourself. Yeah, we're building a monorail. Fuck off. <laughs> so they're saying it's, it's supposed to be in Tokyo, and it's scheduled to go from uh, July 23rd to the 8th of August, 2021. I mean, according to Tom Papa, they might be okay. Yeah. But the real question is not... See, this is the real issue they have. Let's say that everything is fine. Let's say by May, Fauci and all sorts of doctors come out and they're like, okay, it's it's run its course. The question is how many people are going to... We already know that people don't believe anything anyone says anyway. So when they say it's run its course, how many people are going to be like, I believe it's run its course. I'm going to hop on a plane and go to Japan and be in a packed stadium with a bunch of foreigners. It's... I just don't see a lot of people jumping at that opportunity. That's all I'm saying. So this is the this is the Summer Olympics. It was supposed to be in Tokyo. Yeah. You know where the... Uh, and then it's staggered. So every two years Olympics. So the next one is the Winter Olympics. Do you know where that is? Salt Lake City? Beijing. Oh, wow. I thought they just didn't... Oh, they had the Summer Olympics already. 
they had it like six years yeah, ago, yeah. whatever. But uh, that no, no, Beijing was more than six years ago. Well, I, I don't think sorry, so. uh, kind of here eight years ago. Uh, that might have been twenty. Okay, I'll check for you. That's not the point. The point is, there's a point yeah, yeah, of contention yeah, 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 with yeah, China yeah. in general. Well, oh, that is a real issue, isn't it? Well, well, you, according to them, they're the safest place to be right now. Yeah, they're up to 2018. It was in Paypong. London had the 22. I, 2008 I, Summer Olympics. Like. You, do, you don't care. So it's 12 years ago. I love the Olympics. I really do. I love the Olympics, too. I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't think it matters for anything, but I love watching them. And I went to Olympics. So now it's sort of a, I went to the Sydney Olympics. Where uh, Simon Woodcock won the uh, triathlon. Oh my god! No way! And it was it, it, you watched him win the triathlon. Well, I didn't. I watched it on TV. I went to some. Uh, I went. I saw Team Canada play basketball. But uh, I've, I've talked about before. What happens though is the whole city parties, and it just builds as the events end. And all over town, every there'll be a bar for every country, and as the events end, every night there's a party. But as more athletes leave, the party gets bigger. And the last two nights, it's like it's bananas. I like I've never the energy you feel everywhere. You is were just, serving somewhere during this. I was working a bar. Yeah. yeah. Was your bar one of the like country bars? No. No, no. It was this place called Darling Harbor, where there's like it's a big harbor. All these bars it was the main spot. There was like Estonia had a bar that I went to and got wasted. Where I was was King's Cross. They didn't want people going. Did you there. ever go hang out at the Canadian bar? Just to I did. Meet I did. There was a big moose, and everyone was signing it. You banged someone there, I bet. I, no, we uh, tried to. I don't think so. See, I would not go to the Canadian one. I'd be like, I already know what this is about. I'd want to go somewhere else. But it, 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 I've never been at such a electrical feeling throughout the city that, that you don't know because. Prior to Olympus coming in, we're talking about it's going to be a disaster, the traffic, all these people everywhere, because Sydney's a crazy city already, but it was just, it was awesome. So I've always had a soft spot for my, in my heart for the Olympics. And I look forward to them returning. Thanks. Do you remember when Ben Johnson got caught? Yes, I remember that so clearly. But we were so young, it was no, like, I was too young. not able to that. grasp what was going on. I remember on. watching it the night the race was on, because I was like, it happened late. And I was allowed to stay up, and it was amazing. We thought we won. And then you woke up the next morning to... The doping scandal. Yeah, the controversy. And that's so weird. I think we won because we did get vindication when because uh, of Donovan, Donovan Bailey, yeah. Later on, and like... If we had not... It didn't make my life better at all, but it was exciting. No, it was amazing. And was then amazing. when he raced um, Jackass there... And Michael Johnson, I believe. ...beat him in everything, like all the different... No, he pulled up lame, though, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did pull up yeah, lame. Yeah, because he knew why, yeah. he couldn't... He saw, like, oh, shit, this guy is going to destroy me. Like, as a sprinter, you must... Or a runner, you must know that, you know? As you start going, you're like, oh, shit. Even then, though, we do this funny thing as Canadians where we're, where we're like, Donovan Bailey, fastest man in the world is Canadian. And then it's like, I mean, he's Jamaican. Like, well, let's, let's call a spade they're, a spade They're all here. Jamaican. Ben yes. Johnson was Jamaican, But that's too. what I'm saying is like... <clears throat> Finally, he came. We do that weird thing as Canadians. It's not like some white dude born in Windsor is the fastest man on earth. They're fucking Jamaicans, all of them. Um, okay. Wow, I'm like, what are we doing here? No, no, and and, and, and but he's Canadian. He lives here. Was he not? Sure. Born listen, here? I'm glad that he's he a wasn't proud Canadian. Here, no. I, I where did he do his training? Out. Probably in Canada. Well, but he's running with Jamaican legs, so I don't know what the fuck we're doing Jamaican here. It's all come legs. out in the wash, though, now that Usain Bolt is the fastest man in the world. 
by a long Jamaica, shot. So, well, he's Jamaican, and it's actually interesting. <laughs> like, sort of in a Lance Armstrong thing, they were all cheating in that Olympics where Ben Johnson got caught. Yes, even what's his name, Carlos. Yeah. Okay, Donovan Bailey was one hundred percent born in Jamaica. Um, there we go. Put they were rest. all cheating, Kamar. Yeah. When I saw a thing, and they said they showed you everybody in that starting block lineup had been accused at one point of some sort of doping. So let them go. Let them cheat. Oh yeah, it's crazy. let them just put rockets up their ass at this point. Just like, <laughs> but do you think Donovan Bailey was cheating? Yeah. No, because no, he was so actually either. skinny. Like no, ben, I do. Ben Johnson looked like. Donovan Bailey a was cheating, fighter. and I'm pretty sure he was accused of it after the fact. I don't like your attitude, no, Matt, no. and I'm not going to sit here and listen to Time you bad that. We're, Donovan we're, Bailey. We're come with proof. Maybe, maybe the part don't come at all. Well, maybe the part that was cheating was Jamaican. Simon, does that make you feel better? No, it doesn't. Blasphemy. <clears throat> Anyways, yeah, I'm going to maintain that we're the nation with the fastest human being. The only true Olympic memories I have, I remember Ross Rebliati winning, and then I remember them taking it away for weed, which I thought was fucking hilarious. Oddly enough, I remember Jean-Luc Broussard winning gold in the Moguls in like oh, yeah. 94 I love, Those are my shit. favorite events, the freestyle events. Yeah, the, yeah. Well, because my buddy Jeff Bean was, uh, hey, Jeff, if you're listening out there, he was a on the aerial team mm-hmm. in the Olympics, mm-hmm. and then he w- was the um, commentator for the Olympics. Yeah, all, all the skiing sick. I actually remember I was watching live when that guy died on the luge. Oh, I don't remember. He oh, that was when he just hit the, That was the year with the luge. Like, uh, they were all compl- iron. That was post. the year they were all complaining. They were like, "This course is insane." Was it's that Calgary? No, 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 no. This was like within the last uh, decade or decade and a half. I remember because they were specifically all the luge and bobsled guys. Was it in Canada? I'll look it up. Might have been in Vancouver. Might have been yeah, Vancouver. Yeah, it was in Vancouver. It was yeah. Vancouver. Yeah. It was Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, 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 yeah. they kept saying they were like, "The course is dangerous. It's way too fast." It was the fastest yeah. ever. Yeah. Which is think about how crazy that is. People that voluntarily go down what's already a hundred kilometer an hour ice chute are like, hey guys, it's a bit too fast, a bit too dangerous. But it's you like, shouldn't have big steel posts. Well, at that's the, end the, of oh, the dude, track. That's insane. Yeah. You should let them fly somewhere. Fucking nuts. It's like I went on a water slide in the States once. This is a really long time ago. And it had like uh, maybe like an Aztec theme or something now that I think about it. Um, and it was one of these ones that like go pretty straight down, not like straight, yeah. straight, but pretty straight. And you're going so fast and you get to the end and you come through this kind of like tube and it looks like you're going to hit concrete. Like it looks like it's a concrete pool, but you're thinking to yourself, I'm coming in way too fast to be hitting concrete, even through the water. <laughs> to be you know? hitting concrete. And you hit the bottom and it's this super soft, like, and you're just, it's all cool again. But for that split second. That's a nice thrill. And you obviously that. the designers intended on that. It, Matt? Of course. They did a good job. The Aztecs. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was just thinking is for this fight to happen, I need them to do a press conference where they talk shit or, wh- or whatever, contrive something. It does seem like the spirit of a exhibition fight, they should do that. But Yeah, but I think it already would have, it should have been going on for the last month or two. I haven't seen it yet. When's the fight? Anyone? No one even knows. Like, think about it. We listen to two podcasts with these I'm guys. Not, I can't even tell you. It's supposed to have happened. I, yeah, I don't know if September. I said I, to you guys that I don't give a fuck about this thing. So I you have weren't no joking? idea when the fight is. Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. Nor do I care. Um, but let's go on with... Uh, yeah, UFC is ruined boxing. Uh, he played a full basketball game before a boxing match once because he had gotten so good 
that nobody gave a fuck about him anymore. So he had to do like these ridiculous stunts to that's ego motivate people. That, that's not ego. It's uh, that's sad. No, I'm saying he's like challenging himself. Oh, I'm I so see. good that I can do this and that. November 28th. Mm-hmm. November 28th. Just over six weeks. How about squirrel dads, squirrels, father squirrels, biting the balls off their own kids to make sure that they can't reproduce? Did you did you fact check this at all? Nature. I just heard Roy Jones say. Roy it. Jones said it. Man. <laughs> was, Listen, if they say it on the Joe Rogan okay, experience, it's fact. If Joe doesn't come out the next day with an apology, I'm assuming it's true. But they don't bite their nuts; they actually bite their testicles. That's what you're saying, right? And but um bum Um see this is the funny thing about like when dangerous people come on the show. Normally Jamie would fact check that and there would be something on the screen about squirrels biting nuts off, but oh, that he didn't did, happen. He That's what I'm say saying. It. It's like actually I can't, yeah, shit. Yeah, see what I'm saying? Yeah. Let him have this one. It's no big let deal. Let it stay, let it stay. Yeah. Mike, I did that to Mike and he gave me a really weird look. Well, I mean it was it, it was a much more relaxed uh conversation than the no uh, shit. <laughs> Mike Tyson interview. So did Donald Trump that. retweet any clips from this one? No. Well, no. he wasn't. He wasn't quoted. It definitely. I'll give that another plus about it. It didn't get political. Uh, they um, stayed away from COVID. Yep. So I mean, that, that was an interesting listen, and I had it here both sides. And I've after listening to this, I'm I'm pulling for Roy Jones Jr. And before this, I thought I might be pulling for Mike Tyson, and I thought, oh, there's more for some reason that Roy Jones Jr. might have been punch drunk. People said he can't talk properly or something. He seemed very absolutely, articulate. Absolutely. I don't know where I heard that. Maybe it's just my imagination. But he seems super articulate and still with it, which is what you always like to see. The worst is uh, fighters that. But that's that, that almost, I mean, again, the general brain for issues. For $20 million, dollars, I get it. But it also begs the question. It's like, dude, this could be the fight that puts you, you know? Well, I mean, that is the only stake why we do watch them, really, right? Because I'd get in the I'd get in the ring with Mike for twenty million right now. <laughs> and who would you give the money to? <laughs> uh, Mary, you're, you're not leaving the ring. Would you, Simon? Twenty million? Sorry, I wasn't listening to you guys. What? I know you weren't. Would you get in a fight with? Would you get in the ring with Mike Tyson for twenty million dollars right now? Yeah, I think I'd fucking last a quarter of a round. I would be knocked out. Bob and we would last air. thirty seconds. You think? I hit the fucking field goal. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, now we know what our next the champ is there. The champ is there. So we have a huge problem, guys. We have a problem? Well, I no, mean, he has a problem. The he world, has a bum the, shoulder. The world has a problem. He can't do many other fucking. Um, the squirrels don't bite the balls off their kids. Mm-hmm. But who's going to tell Roy Jones that he was wrong? Oh, so you Googled it? Yeah. Well, so you see my Matt, point. Matt explained exactly why that went down. <laughs> yeah, precisely. Jamie wanted to preserve his life. Yeah, yeah. no, that's an old wives' tale, apparently. Well, there you go. Well, no one's going to call. According it a prize to the fighting. one source I checked. But do you see the problem is like <laughs> so normally maybe he was right. normally Jamie's there to to quell that sort of thing, so that now Joe could spend the next year being like, do you know that squirrels bite nuts? And then it's a. I wonder if he does pull that out of his hat and shares it, and then Jamie says, "Well, actually." Yeah. Look, he yeah. looks under the table. Yeah. That's actually not true. Yeah, I'm I'm curious. I'm curious. What's your LOL there, Simon? Because he said uh <laughs> he said who else l- learns things from roosters? 
No one. Roy the Rooster Man. <laughs> he called himself Roy the Rooster He's the master <laughs> of speaking in the third person. It was so funny. No though. one does it better than Roy Jones Jr. Roy Who Rollins. says that? No Roy one. <laughs> uh, uh, he said he thinks that Mike may pull some funny business. Elbows was the example he gave and then snuck in the ear biting. You don't remember that part? Yeah, I just I, I find it so interesting too that this guy thinks that even at fifty, it's like he's gonna he's gonna pull some. Well, I mean okay. it is Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson in interview before the last one, I would be with you. But <laughs> yeah. Mike Tyson after the last one, anything yeah. is possible. Oh, can I also say too? I doubt he speaking did. of watching things live, I watched Mike he Tyson. He said he did. He said he did. Sorry, Mike. I watched Mike Tyson bite Evander Holyfield's ear off. You were there? I also saw that. In the studio. No. I mean, I yeah. watched it like on television. On the television. Matt, yeah. Matt was in Mike's corner. He yeah. didn't tell you that? I, I watched it too. Yeah. Bite him, Mike. <laughs> no, that, that's amazing when you get to uh, witness something in history like that. You it was know? pre-internet too. Because like it... Listen, that, with that's the, sorry. That's what I mean. Yeah, Matt. something live like that. Not five minutes after it happened. When happened? And it like, doesn't what the matter. Hell did I just the see? The internet doesn't really matter. If you see, like, look, we were watching the uh, Khabib Connor thing live. Remember, yeah. like that's something. When the fight broke out. When the fight broke out, where you didn't know for a second if there was going to be like a murder in that place or something, you know. Sure, but hear me out. But you can, you could still, after the fact, ten minutes later, go and Google it and see all sorts of different angles. Like what I'm saying is, you know, when you when Mike Tyson bit Evander Holyfield's ear off, you had to hope that you saw a clip of it later on on Sportsnet or well, something. the next day and for weeks after that, it was all over every news. When, um, but what I'm saying though is like you got a clip of it. There wasn't a way to watch. Like how can I go and watch the whole fight, the build up mm -hmm. to it, the this, the that? There wasn't. You didn't get any nuance. It was just the bite, and that's it. When uh, Janet Jackson uh, when her tit came out, pulled her tit out. Uh, yep, that's something else. Greg Louganis smashed his head on the uh, diving board. Nine eleven. Nine, nine, well, that's that's the craziest thing still. Well, it's just we were saying too many uh, sports, and I was thinking, like, shit, like some of our parents saw, you know. Well, like the OJ bombs verdict. Bombs and this and that. I remember the OJ the verdict. OJ they, like, stopped. Yeah. I was in class in grade five, and the teacher stopped and, like, turned on the radio. I know. They played it over the PA. They were like, just so everyone knows. What? Yeah, I, I'll never forget it. They played it over that's the PA. Weird. The space shuttle blowing up. Challenger. Yeah. I was, was, I was, was too Oh, yeah, that, that was crazy. That was crazy. Because for that one, because well, that the was teacher so televised. was on there. I wonder how old I was when that happened. Well, seven, wasn't it 78? You're probably six. It was 78? No, because it? it was later than that. Okay. It was the well, 80s, I think. Out. I don't yeah. remember. You think I, I was six? Six or seven. That sounds about right, yeah. I, uh, you know they have a documentary about it right I know, now, right? I, I watched it, and I'm wondering if I'm getting confused with my own memories or with like memories I saw people talking about on that documentary. Because there's just something, but what did I just see? Like your brain just can't register it. Well, eighty three. So I would have. I was literally three months old. Wow, I was, I was six. Kamar. What a Good call. Work. What a call. Um, nice work, Kamar. You know what's crazy though is, I can vividly remember the first time I heard somebody tell the joke about her. It was like. Um, Need another seven astronauts. Something about feeding the you fishes. Feed the fish, I'll I don't. Feed the yeah, dog. I don't remember what the. And I just remember thinking, "Oh my god, that's it just happened." And there's already jokes about it, and that that was long before the internet. You know? But I'm sure that was from someone off stage, got recycled and spread like wildfire. Like a comedian in the first place told those jokes. I guess, yeah.
You know? Yeah, it's just interesting to think of like it because I'm even think about that that knockout last weekend in the UFC. Like I, ten minutes after the knockout, I just happened to be on the internet, saw something about it, and then found the clip right away, and I felt like I'd missed nothing. Yes, because yes. like because there was a feeling where I was like, "Fuck, why didn't I watch these fights? I watch all the fights, and then the one night where there's like this insane, like game changing knockout, I miss it, and then I'm like, but I didn't miss it. I just googled it. I saw the whole thing. I could watch the whole fight if I want. Like there's like, a better time when you had to be there. Like the Mosfidal thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah, we watched that live, but does it matter? Yeah, I didn't see that live. Oh, you I weren't at the there. That's yeah. why you didn't so come I back. So I can tell you it doesn't matter because as soon as I found out something happened, I managed to get to get to see what it. I was wondering is if there's a stat so two guys get a ring and two girls get a ring someone has a first strike mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. what's the percentage like of, of wins on the other end of who actually strikes you, first in the fight you, you know that what would I be mean? a just super a, just interesting, interesting like they have stat. That stat. Fo- of course they do I just no I'd I just, like to know I, what I that is, is too how many fighters but I bet if, I wonder if there's any correlation between striking first and winning. I, I don't think there is, but it's, it's sort of like in the vein that if you get the kickoff in overtime, you know, they win 80% of the time. No, I mean, it's not like that at all because that actually makes a difference. Because, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Getting the kickoff first? That makes a difference, but... If, As opposed to one tiny little punch? like it, it, it Sometimes it's not no, a tiny punch. I know, but that's the problem is they're going to register. It could be just me throwing out like a jab for distance and that's recognized if, as the first punch. If we're going to use it as the first strike. I'd have to do a deep dive. That's a yeah. tough, that's a tough stat. To it is an interesting question. Though. <laughs> it's an interesting it's question. got some real problems in the way we're going to have to go about this. And it doesn't have to be answered. The pay- but, I, I can't oh, believe now it. it has to well, be. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Let's just guess now who will land the first punch in the Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. fight. Roy Jones. Mike, Mike. I think Roy Jones Jr. I think Michael do the first swing, Royal um, Dodge and counter. Like a rooster would? The first contact. Like a rooster would. Like a rooster would and a rooster could. The Denver Broncos are currently fucking me. And I'm not joking when I say this. They have 18 points on field goals. In one game or this season? No, this game. (laughs) I'm so glad I've stopped betting on football. (laughs) Like 18 points on field goals. Are you fucking... And you know how many points the Patriots have? No. Three. Well, it's a field goal game. It's a, it's a, fucking, it's a kicker's game. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Simon's out there. Simon should be out there just hoofing him. This whole season, it's been all about kickers. I don't know. Is it in Denver? Uh, I didn't even look. Uh, you're going to get the call. Yeah, Simon, you are going to get the call. You're going to float my video out there? Is it mile high? Well, it'll be in the playoffs when just there's no one left. <laughs> there's no one left. They're no, just looking on. for anybody. It's in Foxborough. Well, there goes the thin air theory about the field goals. Are they actually in Foxborough? Yeah, this is hilarious. The defensive no, but struggle. they're they're going to all different. Yes, they places. they all they travel. Yeah, obviously Denver has zero punts. <laughs> I heard that. Um, and again, this might just be the media making stuff up. I have no idea. I didn't do any kind of background on this, but that. Because of the Sturgis motorcycle rally, uh, COVID got like spread through. Hey, I read that too. Three or four different states mm-hmm. because there's so much traveling going on. That's what know? I read. Yeah, yeah. super spreader event. But it's crazy. Like they, there are states that are wide open. Right. Well, like Texas, where we're, Joe we're is. We're going to talk about it soon with uh, Tomas but, Papa. But but. 
Texas is sort of like apparently Georgia's like Lil Duval was uh, tweeting about how the clubs are just packed full of people. Florida's open for business, not even like with some uh, Mm -hmm. restrictions. Well, they're fucking crazy. So it's out of control. The craziest thing to me is listening to Joe have to like say, uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't done psychedelics since I've got to Texas. You know what I mean? Like you yeah, can't skirting even say the fuck, yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy. I don't know. He 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 he's always done that. Even in L.A., with like someone would say he did something said uh, allegedly when you it know wasn't I mean? legal. Just sort of covering your not ass. Not with mushrooms though. Well, not with not, weed. Not like in Texas. I, he just wasn't. It's weird. I find it weird. Are it, we? Sorry. No. Yeah. Go ahead. No. No. I was just gonna say like not. Um, weird is the wrong word. It's like. Awkward. Uh, off-putting. That he has to censor himself. That he has to censor himself, yeah. It's, uh, who who knows what could happen if you say something. That's right. I mean, maybe they come and they fucking I was going to say, imagine something. they raid his studio. I mean, he yeah. doesn't have to worry about it because it's a red state there now, but if it becomes blue, and we know how the blue hates Joe Rogan. It's not, it's not worth it to make that misstep, so. He'll have to flee Texas. It's not as ridiculous as I think like you think flow. it is. Oh, the way he—the way he words. We'll get to it when yeah. we get there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. His wording is whole. Joe's a fucking drama queen. Are we done with Roy? We never really got started. I mean, it was—it was difficult. It was all—all uh, bo- all they talked about was boxing. And you no, know, I wanted him to maybe badmouth Mike or something, but he's a class act. Um, yeah, Roy Jones seems like a fucking. It was interesting when they talked about how HBO doesn't do boxing anymore because they want to be the only game in town. But like Max Kellerman, that crew. Of um, Jim Nance, who's an old guy, and, and there's an old guy. Anyway, Not great Jim boxing Nance, knowledge. His name? But it was just sort of like Monday Night Football forever was um, Al Michaels, Frank Gifford when I was a kid. Like just what about Madden? Those vo- and Madden and Pat Summerall. Like that was just the thing, and now it's a myriad of people. Just like MMA is uh, Michaels Bisping or Joe Rogan. Just the voices that you have. But other than that, um, and Roy Joe Jr., who is now a commentator. Best of luck to him. Let's rate it. Uh, okay, we'll start with you. I give it a three. It, it had to be done. It was the other side of Mike Tyson. And uh, I thought Mike Tyson be, was the person I'd be backing, and now I'm backing Roy Jones Jr. Why did you think you would be backing? Had you just never heard much from Roy Jones? Is that you why? Nothing about him. Thought he was... Not smarter. Like I said, I, I you had a bunch of preconceived, preconceived, my bad notions, and uh, all I knew that he kills talking the third person like nobody else. <laughs> well, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Especially if you're selling a fight. I find the third person talk is what really sells a fight. It shows someone really believes in themselves. Well, and those those who don't know who you are, they probably watch and are like, "Is this guy fighting, or is he selling the fight for some like?" When's this Roy Jones guy come out? Well, this is the other thing I've, I'm thinking now, too. The percentage of people that we've put ourselves in this awkward position that we have to listen to every single episode. It's the worst. But if you're just tuning in now, it's a totally different thing. You know what I mean? You have nothing to compare to if you just dip your toe in uh, Joe Rogan once in a while. I mean, I wonder what the consumption rate for the average person is. I don't think everyone listens to every single episode. No, but I mean, what is the average person? Like, I don't know. But if you're, if you're a Roy Jones Jr. fan and you never listen to Joe Rogan, but you decided to tune in for this, you have a totally different perception than we have. Sure, yeah, of course. Comparing one podcast yeah. to the other. 
Simon, did you rate it? No, I give it a two and a half. And he did a really good job. He's I like him. Like Kamar said, I think he's funny. Mm-hmm. I'd rather listen to this one than the second Mike Tyson interview. Mm-hmm. And it just was boring, though, you know? Like, it was too much boxing talk, and I just don't care about boxing. So that's on me. But he did fine. If he had just talked about the Sasquatch. Yeah, or some ancient civilization. Some, yeah. Throw me a bone, Roy Jones Jr., yeah. you know? One time I punched Bigfoot, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd have a five from Sasquatch. Uh, yeah. uh, now that's a fight. Mike Tyson versus Bigfoot. There you go. Um, I also... I'll give it... Um, I mean, I'll give it, yeah, two and a half, I guess. I want to give it a three, but it just, it really was just average. There's nothing, nothing to write home. But Roy Jones is a great dude. But if, if you're not like deep into boxing, no, 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 you have to enjoy boxing. Yeah. Really have Very to enjoy much so. boxing. Yeah. Speak of Sasquatch, did you see that footage of the guy threw a cigarette at the orangutan or it was a, it was a big uh, monkey and it started smoking it? Probably in, and gotta people, be in China. No, no. I think it was like in Cincinnati or something. Okay. But people are just, so bummed, but I thought the thing would be pick it up and eat it and burn it, but it started smoking it. So I think the guy was just, and what was the quote? It was like, now the monkey's been demanding Dunhills for a week. The, the guy's already in jail. Let him smoke. <laughs> <laughs> the internet wins again. Yeah, the internet always wins. At least the guy didn't throw a kid in or that monkey would be dead. Harambe. Like that woman with the dog. Yeah, that's still... Thing ha- that weird. video haunts me, my mind, man. I still haven't watched it. I gotta, I gotta find it. It's just crazy. Um, I would say you don't. Yeah, don't okay. bother. Yeah, it's, it'll haunt your mind. Okay. Um, on to the next. The bread man. The bread man. Tom. Fifteen forty nine. Am I right? I think we've been critical of. He asked you a question. Yes. Yes. You're correct. Sorry. I wasn't really looking for an answer. I thought I was right. Well, I wanted okay. confirmation, Matt. Thank you. What were you going to say? We're critical of Tom Papa? Is that what you were about to say? Well, we have been, but then when um, we saw that chart, which showed like Joey Diaz been in 50 times or whatever, it sort of, he's, Tom Papa is not at the top of it. No, yeah, but, but in the past if you five were to, years. If you were to do that just for the last two years, even, Tom Papa's top of the list. It seems like he's on every fourth episode. I would say at this point, he's on at least quarterly. We'd have to agree with that, he's right? He's already been on COVID times. I really believe it's more than quarterly, Matt. No, I, I think, think it's twice quarterly. No, no. I believe realistically he's on quarterly at this point. You're he, saying he's been on since COVID, so that's I'd say that's about six months. So it's twice in six months. We could do any other comedian but him. I think we all agree. When was the last time Theo Vaughn was on? Like, When was the last time fucking uh, Santino was on? When was the last time... Uh, nothing. I guess oh, Santino oh, had COVID. Oh, oh, there's an issue with Santino. Yeah, he's got COVID. He got yeah. COVID. But he, they talk about it on this podcast, and Joe says that he got um, COVID from driving a guy home. Mm-hmm. And there's a podcast of Santino saying how he got it. It's a totally different story. Interesting. How he, did Santino he, say Around that? a table with some guys, and the guy was like six feet away. So he true. was with Dr. Drew. So either he lied to Joe or it just, it's unbelievable the internet. I mean, look at us, we're criticizing podcasts. So I, I should be surprised, but everything is scrutinized and 
Well, that's what we're doing, scrutinizing everything. So that's the uh, that's the controversy. So that began this podcast talking about COVID, unfortunately. And I don't even think Joe will ever go back to LA, which is weird because he definitely, we, we got confirmation that he still has the studio. He still owns the studio, yeah. That, yeah. We found that out in this episode because he says he's got meat back in there. And he's, just and he's still paying security. a security guard a, an annual salary to sit there, so... Imagine that guy's boring ass job now. Holy but fuck. But now then it makes sense that he buys a place as an asset and you can sell it. And there's no reason to sell it now <laughs> in this market. But um, Or if Matt was right and he's going to set up like some sort of network, then it would make sense that he would keep his studio in LA. I think his, again, I think my, what I said was, I think his initial plan was like to go back and forth. Maybe get a, keep a condo in LA to go to the store and perform and then do and still have a studio there, you know, to do, I don't know. I, like I, I just said, don't think, I think it's asset. Maybe you're right. I just don't think at this point, he's going to go back to LA period. I don't know if he'll perform. No, know. not in the next year. There's, there's nothing, nothing no, there well, not, for him yeah, right now. Of course not. Um, but it's like the way Joe talks, you, I think you can deduct what his position on COVID. I, I remember a podcast like a month ago, whatever we're talking about, like he's being a little reckless how he's talking about it or whatever, mass, no mass or whatever. But he was like being facetious, but he's actually being serious, you know, and he's giving uh, Tom a hard time because Tom is just saying, well, these are the facts. I'm like, well, how do you know? Yeah, well, I, how do you know, Joe? But I think Joe thinks the whole thing's a, if you were to hold a gun to his head, a complete nothing burger and it's ridiculous. Yes. But he sort of tiptoes around it and. I don't think he tiptoes around it. I think he's very clear at this point that he doesn't think. I mean, listen, he doesn't think anyone should be quarantined at all. The lockdowns should be over. Yeah, well, he doesn't think there ever should have been any lockdowns. Except for um, people who are uh, older, like the uh, vulnerable. Can I tell you what I think? I think Joe thinks that everybody should do whatever the fuck they want, but I don't think Joe's going to go out touring. Touring like some comedians we know are. Right. <laughs> I think he's like, I don't have to do that. I feel safer not doing that, but everybody should be able to do whatever the fuck they want. That's just my, what I think. I could be wrong about that. We'll see. I mean, I wonder if he's doing sets here and there right now. Like not a tour, not selling tickets, but going up somewhere just to keep the muscle going. Because I remember uh, Joey Diaz was saying he was done, but he just did a weekend and uh, he's in New Jersey now and he's doing a monthly or something. Like you sort of got to do it. <laughs> Um, so they talked about COVID and they got some levity and then we found out that fart particles are bigger than COVID. Mm -hmm. Was that smaller, it? Smaller. Smaller, sorry. And I was just remarking that after doing this for two years, we've never had an incident, I don't think. What were you, shot yourself? Or you shot yourself or someone just ripped one in the studio and we we're like, whoa. You've definitely done that for sure. What? No. Um, I read the best. I read the best analogy for why we should all be wearing masks right now. The other day, it was like <laughs> the guy was like, "All right, let me lay it out to you this way. I got really bad diarrhea. I'm 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 squatting over your face. You have an option: mask or no mask." <laughs> he goes, "I think it's a pretty simple fucking choice, isn't it?" He goes, "You wear that mask, there's a good chance you're not getting any shit particles anywhere near your face. Anything that's going to mitigate the diarrhea. That's it." <laughs> I really like that, man. Yeah, dude, the person, someone wrote below it, you should, I, I don't believe you do, but you should have a PhD because this is the perfect way to explain this to people. 
That's what uh, Fauci should have said. He should have a PhD in like shitology. That's what Fauci should have said. Yes, he comes. <laughs> that would be fucking great. Um, and then they talked about the comedy store and haunted spaces. Have you guys ever had any experience with a haunting or anything? So my grandmother, Simon, you might know this place. My grandmother lived in a house on Fourth Avenue, just just in from Bank towards uh, the canal. So it's on the first block there. It's a converted church. It's like five houses. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so she lived, my grandparents lived in one of those, and uh, the neighbors and them swore up and down the place was haunted. But, but, but you. I personally never. A creek, uh, uh, an abolition, or, or no. whatever. Simon? I'm trying to rack my brain. I don't think so, man. Because I remember Joey... Nothing Di- cool ever happens to me. Joey Diaz was talking about the longest yard, and uh, they did it in a prison where there was a riot. Yeah. And they paid some uh, PA or whatever to stay in the a cell overnight, and he, he didn't do it. So it's definitely... Um, you know how they say uh, the uh, Civil War, where the battles... Mm-hmm. Where, where, where's that called? Gettysburg. Uh, Gettysburg. You feel something, you know, where there's definitely death or something. I myself have never experienced it. I've uh, fucked around when I was a kid in graveyards and stuff. I just was wondering if anyone ever had an actual experience with the supernatural. Because everyone thinks the I mean, I've get, been to like Auschwitz. And did you feel some weird energy? I mean, you feel energy. But I think that's because you're, you're in a creating. Place. That's what I. That's what I mean. I don't. I. I didn't see like ghosts of you, dead Jewish you, people. You would have to show up there, and not know what happened there. It's just heavy. It's, it's like when you go to then, Anne oh, Frank's house. You know, it just feels heavy. But I. I don't know. I personally didn't see like. Kamar, Frank. I think to scientifically test it, you'd have to. You'd have to like remove all markings and take people there that have no idea where it is. You know what I mean? Just dry, like to, to somewhere like Auschwitz and be like, do you feel, or to Gettysburg or something, and, you know, do and you feel- And then tell them after what. Yeah, and then are. say, oh, you were at Absolutely. Gettysburg. Did you feel something? You know what I, I mean? mean in that case, like kind of everywhere you step on- I mean, someone probably soil died. Soil in Canada, yeah. there was like millions of native people killed. I mean, you don't know that for sure. In the I spot know, you're st- Matt, <laughs> every I know single it. inch of every, Canada has every millions of, it, of dead man. First Blood Nations. Slaughter. Don't fucking ask me to check because I know. <laughs> it's like squirrel nuts. <laughs> I remember when um, that guy ran up and shot the guy at the uh, war memorial. Yeah. Well, that was like. Now, like the day after, there was a weird energy, but I mean, Anderson Cooper standing in front of it, whatever. Again, it's like. Um, Anderson Cooper was in Ottawa. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really? a big. Yeah, no way. They thought there was a mass shooting. There was a mass shooting at the Parliament building. They thought it was going to be like uh, something real uh, juicy. To uh, yeah. I remember, I was at a job interview in too. Toronto, and it was like all over. And I was like, "Fuck, my mom works down there." Yeah. Well, immediately in the first thing when something happens, you don't know. Yeah. It could be far worse, but yeah. So no hauntings here. I have I've nothing. And well, you think they say William Lyon Mackenzie King's manor there. You know where I'm talking about? It's mm-hmm. on like Elgin. Yeah. Or, not Elgin. Um, no, isn't it? It's somewhere just in Centertown. I thought it was on Sandy Hill. No, I don't think so. I think it's oh, okay. just... Anyways, I could be wrong. I don't care. Anyways, they say that place is haunted. And they say the Diefenbunker is haunted. So... Well, I've... So when I worked for a certain... Do they? Do they say that even... No, I, might have just, say I might have just made that up. But for sure, William Lyon Mackenzie King, because... He used to talk to his dead mother 
And apparently there's like, I don't know, maybe his dead ghost talks to the mother's dead ghost. It's like a real meta thing. I will tell you, if you go to the Diefen Bunker, though, you get just a gross feeling. Not of like people have died here or anything, but it just, it's like a, you, I mean, I know you weren't made to last longer than like a month down there, but you wouldn't last a week down there. No one would. Well, the whole pressure of the context of why this is built, if it was actually have to be used means shit hath hit the fan outside. Not only that, sure, that too, but I'm just saying even being in there, it's very claustrophobic, gross. Not a lot of color. I'm so claustrophobic. Oh. Like if I had to live underground, I would just probably lean into the gun at that point. This place you would for sure. It's also, there's something to be said about how 70s it is too. You know what I mean? Like it's just so outdated that you're like, oh my God, I'd, I'd have to lean into the gun. Whereas maybe like, maybe a more... Uh, modern bunker I like for matt it's the like lack of internet that's the problem not the lack of windows uh no the lack of windows too but i mean i listen if i knew that there was nuclear winter outside i could go without windows i think you could too i guess you would have to i just i don't yeah i mean if you thought that there was some hope of being able to go outside anymore if you were forever just living underground, I'm like, I don't know, man. Is that? I don't know. I think this is the, the adapt thing. Yeah. No, but don't forget when he had that prepper guy on, he was like the true preppers are really just prepping for like a one to two month issue. If you had to be anywhere for two years, you leave that was it. Time. That's what he said. He was like, they're all under the impression that if it's like an element level event, like world ending event, they're all just, they're all going. I, I The one I would want to be a part of would be like a, uh, Maybe you lose the electricity, but the air is still fine. The animals take over a little bit, but everybody's hunting, so it kind of even itself out. Maybe we're all fighting with swords. Well, as long know, as there's not like, like um, radiation everywhere. That, that's what I mean. If it's like... You're down for like an I Am Legend thing where like you're alone in New York yeah, with your dogs. Yeah, like that show Revolution. Did you ever watch that? It's see not the, a great show, sky. but the idea was cool. The lights all... the elect It's exactly that. The electricity goes out. They fight with swords. If you have a gun, that's like great, but you only have so many bullets, so naturally, and then they, I don't know. That's why the sword is better. Then better um, have a sword. They talked about uh, how ridiculous it is having an assistant. Could you guys imagine having an assistant? You'd have to be so busy to have one. I was just thinking, I can't imagine being so busy that I would need to hire someone to like, but it would be great. I think the first part, if I could hire someone, like if I was so monetarily set that I could afford to have someone on staff for the year, it would be a chef. That's a good call, Matt. Matt. It's a good call. I think it might be a driver. God, what the fuck is wrong with my voice? Man? I don't go enough places. But for you, driver. a driver would be fucking... Why, you don't drink anymore. <clears throat> I know, but I just if you drink. don't like driving. Really? I love driving. I if you had to pay somebody for a whole year to do money kind of is not an issue want. we're saying here. Exactly. No, no, no. But hold on. What I said was keep in mind, it, it, I didn't say money wasn't an issue. What I said was I'm financially sound enough where I can hire one person. So you're not like, it's not like I'm flossing out of control here. I, I have enough where I've decided I'm going to hire one person. So you could have hired a live in prostitute, but instead you chose a I don't driver know if that exists. or whatever, you know, like pick sure. whatever it is you want. Parking's not an issue. You're anymore. sticking with the driver. I can't I, believe I, you're I, doubling down on this driver. Well, thing. You, you have bread and butter? anything. Yeah. Listen, bread and butter. What do you pick? Yeah. Well, you have I, a worse idea. I like you the said chef, chef yeah. idea for sure, but I know it wouldn't be a driver. I think chef is, for me, it has to be the chef. You have to say something or you can't a, be critical. A cleaning person, like, even that's a butler. All of those things are better than a fucking... Okay, a butler, uh, I guess, because they live in. But a live-in cleaning person is just useless. You're just a, overpaying. Uh, 
at least a chef has to, you know what I it's mean? It's an assistant. Chauffeur. No, your chauffeur is not an assistant. He's a driver. But he could go pick up other people up, whatever. Uh, uh, you know what I think Kamar's picturing? Kamar. I think Kamar's picturing like a Jathan Statham, Jason Statham type of driver. Not quite like, bodyguard, but yeah, well, I mean. Well, I think Kamar's thinking more like his own personal like Uber Eats driver, you know? Like that person. Postmates, go, whatever. Yeah, go do, I, and I don't know if I like that, how he's multitasking your uh, Well, I mean, but I guess, question. but is he wrong? Like if you hire a driver on staff. But then I could hire a person and say, okay, listen, I'm going to call you my chef. But really, between you and me, you're going to do all of these other things. The boys just can't know because, like, no, that's not well, what no, we're I'm doing not, like, You just want someone to cook you dinner. It's one yeah. thing. They do one thing. And this I guy get drives. Drive you I get around. It. No, no. He's not an Uber driver. He's not a delivery person. He's a one thing. Matt gets a chef. Hold on. You get that. I get whatever the fuck I want. I like what Kamar's doing here, though. He'd be like, okay, so you're going to drive my dog down to the dog park. When you get there, walk him. Just maybe get out and walk yeah. him a bit. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. a little bit. Yeah. It's all like. <laughs> And then you're going to take this dead hooker. You're going to drive her down to the, you know, like this. Nah, that's, that's not what we're doing. Here. Needless to say, none of us <laughs> are any position. Of this, I know in this imaginary but assistant, conversation, but, but in this imaginary conversation, I think assistant is, I don't want someone around like hovering around me that much. Well, it was interesting because they brought up the Dave Spade. <laughs> he had tied up and tased by his assistant. So <laughs> if you do have this person, despite yeah, the baby, fact that you're be paying careful. Them, well, it depends good. on what you want the assistant for. Like, um, are you looking for like somebody who's going to run out and like grab your, uh, dry cleaning and shit? Are you looking for somebody? I mean, yeah, listen, you have a good idea and you're like, uh, Irene, get in here with but your I think notepad well, and your fucking, I think it's both. I think if you have an assistant, that person should be willing, should be ready to do everything, but suck your dick. Like literally that's, you know, yeah. If you have a great idea, run in here fuck. and yes, pick up my dry cleaning. What is the point of having an assistant if not to do the mundane bullshit no, that you hand don't, don't fuck do. my wife. My driver's doing that. <laughs> um, your secretary was a man? I have a driver. I don't have a secretary. Oh, you're talking, don't fuck your wife to your driver. He's de When he's waiting for you, he's definitely fucking your wife. Chances are. He's walking the dog like, I'm going to fuck this guy's wife so hard and, tonight. And why couldn't you have a female driver? Or maybe a gay driver. Or a Lesbian. robot driver. I think because I'm a chauvinist, maybe? Yeah, yeah exactly. Probably. So because you're a chauvinist, you want a male driver? I don't get it. A male gay driver. Because he just, okay. he expects that, well, oh, the only person who can drive well, and they definitely can't be Asian in this you world. You wouldn't have an Asian woman enough. as your driver. Or an Asian man, I guess. I don't know, though. Fast I mean, and Furious. You see Tokyo Drift. It throws your fucking whole thing Gaddafi right out Gaddafi had water. all female bodyguards. He well, was such a pimp. I miss him. Did he get a, um, Yeah, but look what happened to him. <laughs> no, he got a stick up his ass. Yes, they did. Well, they rammed so, his, Yeah, so those female you know. guards they didn't, didn't really turn out too him, well in the they? end. They flew the coop, to use the chicken term. Hey, um, they were back to Roy Jones. So they were talking about news radio, origin. What do you guys think, because now we know everything, is your evolution of knowing Joe Rogan? I, for me, I'm sure it's news radio, and I didn't like him. I never watched. I knew, I knew nothing about him, whether he was a stand-up, anything about fighting, any of that stuff. I just did not like the character on the show that he was playing. And now I know, because he didn't care about it either. Like, he didn't take, he was an actor thespian. Is that where you discovered Joe Rogan? No. I, d I found him through the UFC. So you, th you th found well, him through fighting. Yeah, because me and my dad watched from UFC 1. Because he had that black box. So we just used to get all the UFC. So my dad would always be like, my dad got every second weekend. 
but he would work it out with my mom where he'd be like, okay, I'll tell you what, like, I won't take them this weekend, but I need to have them the, uh, on this weekend. Cause he knew that I'd be like super down to watch UFC with him. So I knew Joe Rogan from the UFC. So your first thought was that Joe Rogan is a fight commentator. Yes. And then, uh, I, and then it was fear factor, of course. And then the podcast. And then from the podcast, I was like, this guy does stand up. And then from his stand up, I was like, this guy does stand up. <laughs> News radio, I guess. And then I saw him on Fear Factor. I was like, hey, that's the guy from News Radio. And then. Uh, yeah, that's exactly the same. And then the, the UFC. And then, but you were the first to see Joe Rogan yeah. live. Yeah. And I freaked out because I was listening yeah. to the podcast. And I didn't even know. And he said he's going point, to see yeah. Joe Rogan at the Bronson Center. Yeah, which is so weird. Could but you that imagine? show was so weird, Kamar, because I told you he does a Q&A for like. An hour and 45 minutes. It was nuts. But that would be amazing. It was now. amazing. But like the whole thing was just You were crazy. annoyed, I, if I remember correctly, that it just went on a bit Well, I was annoyed long. because I was like, I, you know, you smoke a joint before. By that point, I would have needed to have smoked another two. You know, you're just getting antsy. If I had known it was going to be this long thing, I would have like. You're assuming it's going to be 90 minutes done max or whatever. or something. I saw him at the comedy store. And again. Humble brag. Because I wasn't. Because I wasn't. Like, I wasn't there to see Joe, to be honest. I wanted to see everyone else on the bill. I was actually pleasantly surprised. Like, I I had seen his recorded stand-up specials and wasn't, I don't know. I was never that blown away. But then when I saw him live at the store, I was like, he's actually really good. The first one I ever saw was his uh, Hugh Hefner bit. I've never lucky, seen that. Lucky, lucky lady. <laughs> and he's describing Hugh Hefner's semen as, like, thick, oozing Pepsi. It just went hard on it. And it, it killed me. But just interesting how now he's a podcaster, first and foremost. Is he, though? Because whenever I see, like, Vice, for example, whenever they write something about him, it's always transphobic UFC commentator Joe Rogan. That's always how it's written. It really depends on the publication, it, yeah. how they <laughs> phrase How it Joe begins, yeah. Is. Yeah, that's funny, eh? It would be funny to put together, like, a little, like ensemble of all the different ways people describe him yeah that's actually good well like i was J-R-E-E, gonna j-r-e-e uh copyright number 642 well, like once i learned to edit i want to do an intro i want to do proper intro videos for this thing on youtube and i want it to be like let's see what the people think and then be like faggy podcast a podcast about a podcast just headlines Go fight. or no but all comments. the shitty yeah all the batting yeah whatever kamar doesn't get it keep going kamar oh i i see how i see now how people can uh dislike joe rogan or however they get introduced to him, you know what I mean? Um, then they talked about the environment, and it's going to shit. I don't know uh, if you guys have been watching what's going on in the, the news. With the environment? Yeah. The David Attenborough special that just came out? Mm-hmm. You ever watch it? Is it David Attenborough? Yeah, it's David Attenborough. the guy? Yeah. But you haven't seen it either? I haven't watched it yet. It's so on he, my list. He breaks it down into four quarters, sort of. Like the world population, um, land that's been sort of used or whatever, and then uh, popul- world population, land's been used, uh, and pollution. And he, yeah, he, we're, we're done for. Oh, yeah. According to him. That's three. What was the fourth? No, no, no but hold on. He's going down to the four quarters, like when he was 20 oh, doing this. The population because he's ninety three. That's crazy. The population was this much. Yeah, yeah, there's this much land, yeah, yeah. and as you go on, the population gets bigger. The use of land, and he says. But uh, I thought the whole I thought the whole underlying thing was him saying I 
don't believe we're fucked, that we can turn it around. Isn't that, wasn't that the whole... Based on if we stop fishing. Yeah, based on things we're not about to do anytime if soon. If we uh, curtail population growth. Again, not happening. Well, corona. Maybe that's what it is. And if um, we go into renewable energy. Stop using fossil fuels. Definitely not happening. Alien. As we found, as we will find out in the next episode, that shit ain't happening. Well, well, th- yeah, exactly. That's very interesting that we'll, we'll go down, down that road. Um, and then they brought up Takashi 69 and uh, the internet believes he's done. To be happy to know. The internet believes he's done. Well, unfortunately, the internet's the thing keeping him alive. So, And the internet's done with him is what they're saying. They're saying his album came out, um, did not, come nowhere anywhere close to what he wanted to and he hasn't made a post in that's, a month that's kind of cool that's like um proof positive of the market regulating itself it's not uh, let me explain to you why i i disagree with that though i'm with you because like do, do you see what i'm saying yeah, yeah well, I, like the right it's thing unsustainable happened. listen yeah. he was a phony he shouldn't have been and it got called and now like he thought he could buck the trend he yes, thought he could yes, exactly be different than everybody else sorry go ahead man what I was going to say, though, is I agree with you for sure. The, on paper, that's what that is. That's the market working himself out. My only thing, though, is like, for someone like me, nothing changed. Like, I didn't look at that guy a year ago and think anything other than this guy's probably a rat piece of shit. Like, you know what I mean? So to find out that he was, I think everyone always knew. I don't know. I just find it all so fake and bullshit. But like, did you find it was like on Instagram, you'd see something about him or, or some sort of post about him? Well, I mean, I haven't been on Instagram in a while, so that's a tough... Because the article I was reading about him is saying that he embodied the a hate click is a click is a click is a click. It doesn't it doesn't matter if they're hating you or whatever, they click on you, you're popping. No one's clicking on him anymore. So this is the so thing. So it's not sustainable. Young people, you can try to do that, but... No, I think I think you need a proper balance. Like, I, th- you're never going to have an audience of people that only love you. So you're going to need people that dislike you. You're not doing it right if you don't. What's unsustainable is having only people that hate you. I'm with you there. You can't have an audience that just despises you. For long, at least. I was just talking about, like, this is a guy who, like, was pretending to be something he wasn't, made a career out of it, got called on it, obviously had to come clean. And then thought he could come back and pretend to be somebody else. Again. Trying to like, gain the system. That's I agree, all I meant I agree by you, the, the market. Correct. Maybe it's itself. not even the market. It's like the matrix regulating itself. You know. <laughs> In any event, I look at the same way. It just it ran its course. <laughs> With no substance, you cannot have longevity. I mean, fuck. For I never even understood. Even if he wasn't a rat. That's what I'm. That was my point. Yeah, he's just such a shitty. His music was everything awful. about him, like just the rainbow hair and that. How, this is what, Simon. This where, is like what fucking matrix a universe are we living where this is? Is that what you? You meant? just well, no. You just made the point for me a little bit better. My point was this: is his music was absolute trash before. Then we find out he's a rat. His music remains trash. Nothing. What I'm saying is. On an artistic level, nothing at all has changed. We've just found out something that we probably assumed anyway. So my point was like, when I heard this guy's music before, I wasn't like, this guy deserves to be here. This is real. Well, yeah, yeah. You were never part of the problem, but that's right. Like, I I didn't even know who he was. It's all the kids he was deceiving or whatever. He was a spectacle, a candle burning at both ends. Look at you. You're like a poet today. 
Uh, do you know that? That's my favorite he ha- poem. He has that in his notes. Okay. No, that's my favorite poem. Okay. My candle burns at both ends. It will not last a light. But oh, my foes and all my friends, it gives a lovely light. That was my that's Lex your, favorite Thanks, moment. Lex. Yeah, That's Jesus. your favorite poem? It's the one I can remember short. <laughs> he also likes roses are red, violets. Oh, no. There was a shark poem I like too. Anyways. Then Joe talks about a satellite that can hear you, a satellite that could hear us having this conversation. Yeah. Does that not worry you, Simon? Uh, who's in, uh, engaging that uh, technology? Are you tying your shoe right now? Just in case you got to get up and run from something. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm always ready, man. Fair enough. Um, I mean, Joe would big you up on that. That's why I don't sit in that seat. I want to see who's coming through the door. Uh, what did you ask me, Claire? I'm sorry. The satellite. Oh, yeah. That can hear conversations. That's crazy, right? And Elon is just sending all those satellites up there. And we're all like, yay, Elon, way to go, buddy. Like, keep sending satellites up for no reason. He No, he, I, Elon is getting paid by companies to send those up. By he's the, not actually. By the government? Well, I don't know who, but he's not actually throwing up satellites, is he? Yeah, Tesla satellites are going up into space. He's sending other people satellites. He's also sending his own satellites. I did not know that. Well, now you do. And that brought up <laughs> Minority Sorry, Report, which is talked about all the time. Dude, I was just about to watch that last night, and I didn't. Are you, don't do this for the game? movie game. We've done this like four times. We have not done Minority Report. 100%. I don't remember doing it, but I'm watching it tonight. Where's my old notebook? Because that's the Matrix telling me. It's we can over, do it again if you want. It's over there. Were you blue? This is a no, you low red. moment yeah. when you, you pick red. out a movie game and it's shot yeah, well, down because you've do it. done it. I don't have it in my notes here, so but I... I for no, the, we'll do yeah. Avatar. They also talk about James Cameron being perfectionist. We're doing Avatar? Oh, my fuck. I feel like we've done Avatar as well. I feel like we have also. This is a low point in my life right yeah, now, gentlemen. I, I well, just, just go ignorant. We've we've talked about other stories over and over again. Let the fans decide. You have to shoot me down like this. So which one of these that we've already done are we doing? Neither. You're going to have to pull something else out of your butt. Well, then they talked about the Google earbuds that can translate. Yeah. Lost in translation. Okay, fine. We'll do lost in translation. Did you? Can I ask you a question? What do you think about this? I heard somebody talking about it on uh, the internet the other day about earbuds that don't have a wire you're putting them into your ears oh here we go and they're connecting with each other through your brain do you think that has any merit no nope. Where, whereas an earphone that has like a wire what what do you mean that, that exists earbuds yeah he's saying what he's saying is like transfers through a wire not through your head that's the dumbest fucking shit i've okay i'm not a doctor oh you don't even play one on this podcast. No, I, I'm just, it's an honest question. No, I think that's some dumb shit. You think it just goes... Why They don't connect to each head. other at all. They Why are they to connecting connect to each other? Their receivers. The new iPhone 12 comes without earbuds. At oh, all. what a fucking joke. Or a charger. What Assholes. a fucking joke. Except in France. Is, in, France, in France, they have to give you earpods because of some France. radiation law. But yeah. It, your brain. Do you no, think those... Do you think those... Uh, I think those... The translation thing is a bigger thing than it is. Like once languages translation cease to thing be, is a bigger thing about than it. it is. What he's saying is if if everyone's walking around with these earbuds in and we can all understand each other, it takes down a lot of barriers. Well, yeah, I think it, I, I think it's under underrated as a like. It's, I still don't think it's where it needs to be to be fully like you turn on a Chinese television and hear what they're actually saying or or, or whatever it be. 
but actually understanding. And we're all, like, you're the most bilingual here. You're the second most, and I'm the third most bilingual. I'm the most bilingual. He's the second most. Are you sure? I know. I know it's not. Are me. you sure you can kick a field goal? Yeah, I'm sure. Wow, it bleeds over to everything. <laughs> the ego of the champ has spoken. The guy in the ten thousand dollars suit. Because you assume, I, I assume, like Joe would at least speak Spanish. Uh, he no, he's from Boston. Italian, if anything. No, again, he's from Boston. Another language. Even even Irish. Boston, even Boston Italians, like this guy speaking Italian, queer. So it's the movie game, a disappointing one of that. We're doing Lost in Translation, the movie game where Simon and Matt go head-to-head to find out how much a movie cost and how much it made at the box office. Uh, this is just grasping at straws doing this because every other movie I chose, apparently we've done before, we've got to up After the year anniversary, we're keeping track of this stuff. We're getting we serious start, here, Start folks. another spreadsheet. We're getting serious here. Okay, I've got my year ready. Because it'd be funny if we did a movie that we did before. If you and still blew it, thing. still exactly. blow it, never learned my lesson. I'm sure that's happened actually. I mean, keep in mind, keep in mind, Kamar. I'm real. I'm real uh, now. Like I'm real organized with the movie game, so I can keep a good list. Here. And you guys said you think we did Lost okay. Translation. I'm ready for a year. But I, I didn't say didn't Lost in Translation. Directed by Sofia Coppola, yeah. starring Bill Murray, Scarlett Johansson, Giovanna Ribisi. Love that guy. So Simon has two thousand. Simon has two thousand six. Hayashashi. Why? I don't. You can't stop this. Wow. Stop looking at my. We are cards. off the rails. Stop looking at my notes. Just because we've changed seats doesn't all of a sudden mean you can be looking over it's my fine. shoulder. Simon, what year did I write down? I don't know. Oh, if you read out his. 04. 04. 04. 04, 06. 2004. Well, it says here the release date is 2003, but in Japan it came out in 2004. So we'll give you a half a point. No, I get no points. No that. points. 2003. Okay. See, Simon, how fucking honest I am. Now, budget, you're going to have a difficulty, I'm sure. Oh, he's dropping hints. He's this prick is dropping this hints. Whole yeah. thing for me. I have or he has? It was ruined for me already when I when I was so excited with my minority report because oh, okay, yeah. of the surveillance yeah. they were talking about. I, I, I hate to really burst your bubble. That's the second time you've tried to redo minority report as well. Oh, you don't know that. You're saying that with confidence, but you don't I know just, that. Dude, I'm ready to peruse through 103 episodes tonight. No, you're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you say that, but someone else there, if you can... Because there's people who are listening, say, episode 30 right now, coming down the pipe. They don't even know the movie game exists. Hopefully, they're taken back with Simon's theory that someone goes back and forth. But I don't think people do that. The beautiful Sofia Coppola, daughter of Francis Francis Ford Ford. Coppola, winemaker, filmmaker. I'm ready. I I went somewhere else with this one. I just went elsewhere. Well, you want me to go first? Sure. No, go ahead, Simon. I was just going to say, I got confused because, like, look, let's just, he directed it, right? She. Oh, she directed it. Who's he? Who are we talking about? I said it was uh, 15 million to make, Mm -hmm. which now seems crazy. (laughs) And it made 127 million. Well, we're in the same. I said it cost 13.4 million and it made 260. But I changed my thing vastly because of Kamar's stupid statement. Well, I think we've been caught up with blockbusters and whatnot that cost $100 million. The actual budget for this movie was $4 million. 
So I'm closer. And the box office was 118.7 million. Bring Simon spot on. No, no, I said 127. Yeah, you have to be within 50 million. Oh, what, yeah. What was it? 118 million. 119 million if we're rounding up. So you're in the area. It only costs four million, but maybe that's because like Bill Murray was like Bill Murray took stock options. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because I also thought he directed it for some reason, which is but it was probably shot in like two weeks. It wasn't this ongoing thing, you know what I mean? Doesn't matter, Kamar. Ten million dollars? That's the fucking sorry, four million? That's like half the budget of the craft service table on Titanic. Well, exactly. The, we, we, too many blockbusters. I like to bounce back through smaller uh, movies, but it, it just wasn't a big budget movie. But it made big at the box office. No, that was a good. That was good for the movie game. I didn't hate that. Then they talked. Started hating it. <laughs> then they talked about the Italian uh, seismologists that were brought to court for not warning. That's time. insane. Is that crazy? What are we doing at this point? Yeah, well, that you must have been like, well, fuck it. Now I'm stopping doing the weather for sure. No, I, I I want the liability. I'm still in the Takashi mode. Any press is good press. It's true. If Kamar got sued at this point for his weather report, it would be the best fucking press ever. Yeah, it'd be very positive. Um, do you guys remember the uh, big LA San Francisco earthquake? Yeah, where in the nineties, where the bridge broke. Are you talking uh, about like 1914? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all remember. Well, no, I was wondering what this no, guy's doing. It was in the 80s the 90s. or the 90s. Wasn't it was in the 90s. Early 90s. Uh, and the, the highway actually cl- came down. Two yeah, level. That was nuts. It was just crazy. And that's supposed to happen again. I remember in the Superman plot, Lex Luger was launching a nuclear missile at the San Andreas Fault. Because he, he had bought all the land on the other side and he was going to. Lex Luthor? What did I say, Luger? Luger. He's a wrestler. He's a wrestler, so. He might have been in there, too. You never know. Earthquake, so we're happy that we're not in an earthquake zone. We, we are. are. We're on, on the, the biggest fault, fault line in the we world. We fucking go off at any time. Shows man. the fuck what I know. Do you guys remember the earthquake that happened here uh, eight years ago? Was it about eight years ago? Maybe it was eight years, years I was, ago. No, it was. would have been ten, because I was living with Big Dumb Greg at the time. I think it was just less than ten years ago, but around there. I was in a Carlton University, and I felt the whole building like move it was scary so you do know we live on a fault no, obviously i don't know anything obviously i don't know anything i thought it was a one-time fluke no we live on a huge fault line come one of the biggest in the world well i'm just exposed as the boob of the podcast this episode i i can't believe it no no it's fine i've got to do some more something research. new why wow, you learned something i'm just exposed as the boob in the podcast this episode <laughs> i thought he said rube I was like, nice, nice word, nice use of rube, not boob. Then they spoke about uh, social dilemma, social media. We've all seen it, obviously. I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. Continue. I'm off my phone. Well, it's on Netflix. It's yeah, I don't know. My, my TV's gone too. Fair enough. We've talked TV about it enough. Is gone. Living a pure life, Simon. I don't believe that. Don't but believe that. At one point, uh, Tom Pop was trying to discuss the the good merits of social media. He said, if we had Twitter when slavery around, it wouldn't have lasted because people would be so aware. And I think he meant the Holocaust. Because I think everyone knew slavery was going down at the time. Yeah. It wasn't a thing of like, yeah. oh, they're, they're doing that. You mean that black family that's, that you've been whipping <laughs> relentlessly for 20 years it aren't relatives of yours? At the crack of the whip. Yeah, like, <laughs> fuck. Do you, guys, uh, do you guys remember him saying that? Yeah, I remember him saying that, yeah. I think he meant to say the Holocaust. 
because the Holocaust is a situation where where the Nazis were secretly people didn't people know what was yeah, happening yeah. out, and that after the fact it happened. That was why it was a shock, and people think we were going over the war to save them, but that was just an unintended positive consequences. That yeah, because you read a lot of reports that like a lot of the Germans in their surrounding towns because they made those Germans come and clean them up, and apparently those they were like, I mean, again, that's apparently you never fucking know. Maybe they were all secretly just like, oh, what is going on here? The history that writes itself. Well, that's what I was saying, yeah. But we won, so we got to write that history. Well, we, the states won. The allies. The allies. Well, it was the states. As it were. Then Let's got, keep in mind, they were losing until the U.S. got involved. They Then they got caught up in what I like to call toxic masculinity with all the weightlifting talk. And like, well, this guy says he can't lift this. And Cuomo's a piece of shit, right? Regardless whether he actually can lift that weight or if he lied about it. Even if he can lift 100 pounds over his head, he's still a piece of shit, right? I just, I, just, I, <laughs> I just want it once and for all. I don't know. I don't know jack shit about him. I don't watch CNN or care about CNN. He lied like about you having COVID. It's the same guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, piece of shit. Okay, thank you. Two out of three ain't bad. I'll take that. I'm, I'm a no contest. I don't care enough to, I can't comment. I just no, don't care. If it's the same guy. And then his brother is like a lunatic um, governor, governor, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're passing judgment. Hold on. I thought that was the governor and his brother was. No, no. his brother is the talk show host or whatever. Yeah, but I thought the guy that lifted the 100 pounds was, governor. was the governor. No, the, no, 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 no. That was Chris, Chris Cuomo. Cuomo. Chris Cuomo's the news. I don't know, man. The this news anchor. I don't care. I, I don't care. There you go. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, it was in the, you have every right to talk about it. I just don't care about I it. I didn't care either, but they were showing this thing about having to say he can't do that and then having to reach out to weightlifters like do you think he can do that to what resolve i think chris cuomo's a piece of shit who cares if he's I lying think joe's point more was hopefully just how everything he says is like scrutinized so now at least he's getting okay that's fair confirmation uh, from the right places so he doesn't have to make an apology the next day i thought it was funny that he referenced an article like he saw that he got mentioned and like Maybe. he's coming to Full awareness. Uh, then they talked about the dogs and the chickens. Always get in the coop. And isn't it a disconnect that people and eggs? I mean, I'm. I still remember when Joe said that like two years ago. I was like, wait a minute, what? Like I had to, I had to Google it. That they're laying no matter what. Yeah, no, but I thought they were. Listen, I thought they just laid tons of babies. That you could possibly sell messes up in the sorting, open your carton of eggs, and crack out a. Well, I have or done something. That cracked out an egg that had like an undeveloped fetus inside yes. the yolk. Yes. So what's that all about then? Well, that's just one making There's it through. There's one or... chicken in there who got fucked by a rooster, but all the other, that doesn't make any sense. No, or maybe it's like, because again, there, no, it's just, there has to be a hen around. Maybe it isn't actually an embryo that you found. Maybe it's just like a rotten egg yolk. No, no, it had like feathers and the full fucking. Feathers and the full thing. Yeah, like it was a. Dude, you could see it had a beak. How about that? But it got th- it just got through. These things happen. How does it just get through? I'm sorry, Dude, you're asking, I wasn't you know, there. We're not scientists. My, there are no roosters around any of these chickens. I'm sure it. Ha- Simon, think of how many eggs. Oh my God! What if it's Jesus? Hold on. Think of how many eggs. It's immaculate conception. Simon, think of how many eggs go through processing in a day, in a year. 
Matt, you, just hear me out, okay? No, I don't have Let's to because I know what you're you have saying. a factory full of chickens, all right? That are all Why don't laying you eggs. It? Just that, hear me out. That are all. I already understand what you're saying. You but, don't have to wait. But the audience doesn't, Matt. No, they so. know what you're saying too. They're not fucking retarded. Do do they? Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, no, I never know no, what you're saying. Exactly. You have then how do you always agree with them? Because he gets upset if I don't. You have this factory full of chickens. Yes. Okay. There are zero roosters around. Zero of them. Because no roosters sling a dick. Why would you have a rooster if you want eggs, if you want edible eggs? But Matt found a beak. How did that get through if there are no roosters? That is I don't think it actually happened. I think he's just doing it for attention. Well, that It is an eggmaculate conception that's though. That's what that Otherwise, is. But I just there's a disconnect unless if you don't like the texture of eggs or the the the, the taste of eggs whatever don't eat it. But there's no reason to be like an ethical reason not to eat eggs. Agreed? Well, I guess not. We have an agreement. Then they talked about Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah. Our favorite. Yeah. And he would have been in a better state, a great guest on Joe Rogan. Yeah. In his youth. In, in a coherent time. And I think we're missing uh, Hunter S. Thompson right now. Like, would it be Matt Tyabi or Ty Tim Poole? It's like, definitely not Tim Poole. No, they're, they're, they're too straight edge. Like some wild guy out there talking. I just think that voice is lost. Yeah, I agree. In the show, though, he talked about how he was on. Uh, I thought Vice was going to be that voice, Kamar. Shane Smith. At, just as a network, the shows they were running, the things they were doing at the start, that was the kind of journalism that yeah, was going to yeah, take that. over. I see that. I see that for sure. A guy like. Um, what's this? David Cho. You, you know what I mean? Like, I know he's not a real journalist, but. If he had ended up on a news show instead of a, I, I don't know. I guess that's what they were hoping from a guy like George Strombolopoulos. And you just see what happens. Even the most fucking uh, punk rock dude just ends up part of the uh, company man, part of the machine. It. Um, but uh, so I looked on, he said he looked really bad on the Conan O'Brien interview. Who? Hunter S. Oh, Thompson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just so bad. Like he shouldn't have done it. It was almost, it was almost mean. But uh, one clip. Have you read a suicide note? I have not. Oof. But uh, they show a clip of Conan and uh, Hunter S. Thompson shooting. And it's outside the shooting range. And Hunter S. Thompson has a full bar set up. Like in the middle of a field. Fully stocked, full bar. Like he was living his best life. And He was a pretty fucked up dude, though. His, his family came to visit for the weekend. And that's when he killed himself. With them there. So that's like yeah, vindictive or like wait to me that leave just, or something. Yeah, I mean you're. I don't know. You maybe he's just saving them the trip for the funeral. Maybe they came out of town and he wasn't didn't want them to have to come back. Maybe he's super like sensitive to not wasting his family's time. His son found his body. The craziest thing too is yeah yeah no that's dark man. Well they shot yeah he shot himself. His son finds the body later because they all thought that a book fell off the shelf. Isn't that insane? A big book. Yeah, and then so a half hour later they go and they find him. And then his son walks out into the front yard and shoots off a shotgun three times. Maybe though, Matt, like now that I'm thinking about it, maybe he wanted to die and his family was helping him die and there were like maybe, laws yeah. against it. And this whole thing is a, a, is a concocted story because what really happened is they helped kill their father. Yeah, maybe you're right. That hey, sounds really plausible. That makes it actually. better and makes him a And that's why dude. he walks outside and shoots the rifle three times. Like, that's all part and parcel. This I think, is, I think we're on to something. This now. is his suicide note. No more games. No more bombs. No more walking. 
no more fun, no more swimming. 67. That is 17 years past 50. 17 more than I needed or wanted. Boring. I'm always bitchy. No fun for anybody. 67. You're getting greedy. Act your age. Relax. This won't hurt. Is that not fucking insane? It was more of a conversation with himself. It seems that way. But yeah, that's the last, that was the last thing. Other than, sorry, the last thing he wrote was actually the date and the word counselor. On a, that was the last thing in his typewriter. I wonder who he's doing like mad psychedelics at the end. Maybe. Who knows? I mean, you got to, dude, how do you put a gun in your mouth? Well, again, I don't think he did that. So. Okay, f- fair enough. Well, you just came to that no, conclusion. No, I know. Just right <laughs> this second. Ago, but so. now that we're on that, I really think, though, that's why he called his family there. That's why yeah, it, maybe, it yeah. all makes sense. Much better narrative, for all sure. All makes sense. The guy was probably, we know because of Conan O'Brien, he wasn't living a great life no. at the end, obviously. So. Well, we know from the note. Well, he said no more fun. No more swim. Like, he clearly just yeah. wanted to swim and, like, enjoy but, himself. But you're saying like, he sort of, like, inflicted his suicide on his family by having over... And well, I like Simon's. That. I like yeah. Simon's twist of the narrative. That's much. One hundred percent. Then they talked about uh, video games, and I realized I have a uh, like a resent of how much better video games are getting. Like the treadmill video games, like like everything. Like I, I don't. We'll never have the time or anything to play them because you can play for hours. Mm-hmm. Well, like you still get. You still game. Yeah. Do you still game? No, no, but I would do the treadmill because I'd be getting in shape. So I'd feel like I wasn't. If you had the time. Personally, I'm not saying it's a waste of time. I feel like I'm wasting my time playing video games. But if I was also getting in shape, I would definitely do that because I like video games. Then if it works, if you get in shape. I just feel guilty. I was just thinking if those games you could be better at if, if you're in better shape. Like Spryer, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I would get in better shape. Well, you shape are the champ. It's in, different for you, but. In, no, I'm in terrible shape, but I would get in better shape in order to get better at the game, I'm sure. And then there's that time you're playing. I, I just think it's going to be something that I wish I could play that. Oh, I think we're going to. I think we're not far from that. I think you're both wrong. Immersive. You tell? Well, VR? only because. No. Oh, no, you're not wrong about that. I'm just saying, like, the way video games are now, it's not. There is almost no video game that you two could just pick up right now for fun and play against people online and not get absolutely fucking decimated and have no fun. It just doesn't exist anymore. No. There's no such thing as a casual video game experience anymore. There's people that dedicate their entire fucking lives to it that make your life miserable. But if you're now, if everybody's kind of on the same level of having to run around. You're not. You just said, though, you'd have to get in shape to be better at the game. So, but the David Goggins of the world would already be in the game fucking crushing you. But it's just like war, I imagine, that maybe I'm a better hider than that guy is, or maybe I'm a better, you know, maybe I'm just a better shot with a scope, so I'm doing less. So you're sort of agreeing with me that we missed the boat, and it's just not fun anymore. (coughs) Come on, I play... (coughs) I play a fucking ton of video games. Mm -hmm. I play a lot, and I can barely, at my age, remain somewhat competitive to where oh fuck off i barely cough at you it's bitch. for him more um i thank can, you i can it. barely stay competitive yeah i wouldn't want to be competitive it just the games look fun i played the virtual reality and i'm surprised it has boosted up more now with the covid like this what, is really time for video games no the use of vr traveling whatever like that's because vr is still not like there but keep in mind the playstation 5 comes out in a month and the vr 
you know, it's going to, there will be VR for that. And I'm sure it will be fucking staggering. I so. miss playing v sports video games. I miss kicking the shit out of you in the, sports video games. So what I'm saying is I wish I was 12 years old right now for the games that are coming. Cause I played duck hunt. Anyways, but that was amazing for us. We had come from a time when there was nothing. <sighs> the hours to I spent playing a time where there was hunt. Mario and like whatever. Like I played so much. A lot of my youth was spent going to like Max Milks and playing stand-up video games. Double Dragon was a huge one for me. Contra, Contra, Bubble Bobble. I played so much Bubble Bobble. Bubble Bobble was the best when you got the big cakes and everything. Because I could popsicles. get so far in it on one quarter, I could go like 124 levels. You know. Well, I stick with my. I'm uh, really good at pinball too. I stick with my original position. I just have this weird resent how great games are now that I've just it. It's far removed from me. You see, this is the this is what I hate about the narrative that we've, and it's like the somewhat the generation before us, but a, lo a lot of our generation as well. The narrative that like if you play video games, you're a lazy piece of shit. Like you started off by saying, "I love video games. I wish I could play more. Yeah. I think it's a waste of time." You like are sitting there like I just I feel outclassed. I feel I want to play. I miss. It's weird that we live in this society where it's like so frowned upon playing video games like it's even kind, joe it's kind of like weed people no matter look there's a certain generation of people when you say that you smoke weed they're like you're lazy you're a lazy stoner where you know very well that you're either lazy or you're not you know i, I think it's just the time i sort of realize just to get competent and have fun at the game the hours just to get there <laughs> to play more hours it just doesn't seem feasible i mean if i if i was like uh independently wealthy or paralyzed had nothing else to do I, I would do it but i just don't see i'll ever i could never see having hours to learn a game and then subsequently play it luckily i hate the first person first shooters. person shooter uh genre yeah that dynamic so that's like 90 percent of all it just it automatically takes me out of the conversation with video games, you know, because that's everything now. I'm super bummed that there's not like, I wish. That's why I'm hoping this VR thing, because that puts you into that, but it makes more sense to me. But if you could point. ski or whatever. Or jump or whatever, yeah, mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, what I want to ask, there's a lot of clips in this show. Well, sorry, just before we move off, because when they were talking about we that move whole off this VR, episode. Yeah, yeah, Period. Off, off that whole VR thing, I was thinking... You know when they were talking about jumping and whatever, how that has to be a part of it. If you can't jump, it takes you out of it. Yeah. But if you could, like, we're talking about gun games, but what if it was like a game where you become a superhero, you know what I mean? And you can jump over buildings and you're feeling all that. That would be so fucking cool, man. Yeah, but Simon, like the, I can, I mean, next time you're over, I'll show it to you. Like the last Spider-Man game is they built New York and you are Spider-Man. Yeah, I watched someone play it. It was pretty I, amazing. Are you talking about the VR game? Oh, I'm sure it's for VR, I too. I think they have a VR. No, I know, but it's what it is. I'm saying, like, it's one thing to be like this and doing it. Yeah. It's a whole other thing to be the guy doing it, you know? Yeah, well, I, hope I mean, again, you're never the guy doing it. You're gonna Well, you would be in a VR sense. <laughs> Yeah, but that's what I'm if saying. If you're is, on that fucking treadmill, that, that's what I'm saying. I would still do that. I He's hope, saying he wouldn't. I, I know, would. but you're missing my point too. Is like for, for right now, like you're looking at it like, well, this is no good. I'd have to be, there's going to be a kid 50 years from now that's like, well, being on the fucking treadmill with the headset on is no good. I want to, I want I want the Neuralink right into the back of my head so I can actually feel like I'm yeah, having I, sex with I my best so. friend playing a fighting game. I was more game. saying I don't see having the time to enjoy that. 
You know what I mean? And if it's 10 years from now, it'll be even less. Well, the time to play video games, hours upon hours, is in your teens. And yeah, don't get hold on. I disagree, though. Let me. How much time do you think? Pull up your screen time on your phone right now. How much time do you spend on your phone in a week? Yeah, but listening to podcasts counts as that, so that's not really fair. Not really. Two hours, 17 minutes. That's all this week? Or is that today? I think that's, that's today. That's three hours, two hours and 57 minutes. Oh, that's today. That's today. But podcasts count to that. That's the problem with that. The, these stats. For me, too, like because I'm constantly looking at how much time I spend on there, but I listen to so many podcasts. Listening to... No, it's screen time. If I listen to Spotify and my phone is off, it does not count that as screen time. If you're watching... The video, though. You don't counts. watch podcasts. I do now. Well, you do now, but... Yeah. Okay. Well, I do now. Yeah, I still... The time will not be there. But you see what I'm saying? You didn't tell me. What's your what's your hour? What's your weekly... I, I guess it's... Uh, I mean, even then... Seven hours? That's like... Today was three. I don't get it. Well, mine's a lot more than that. I can tell My you My point, that. though, is just like we... Like, listen, you watched all of Bert's special this week and hated it. That was at least... How many episodes? Six episodes at a half hour each? So and I hate watching. I average three hours a day. Okay, fine. Three hours a day. But that, that's not even a lot. But even then, like... So that's and, 21 hours. But hold on. Cut that in half because half of that you're at work and like you're just like, you know, bored scrolling through while you have time. So you can't count that. But I'm saying there's times where you're at home on the couch just on your phone, right? Yeah. yeah. Maybe an hour straight. But, but even then, like that's Maybe an hour where need- you... Three hours of video games, I think. Three Maybe, yeah. hours and 11 minutes a day. That's Daily average. average yeah. What's mine? Is that normal, you think? Uh, I don't know. I mean, our age group is an odd one. So, but well, I, We're very close. We're I off by old, eight minutes. Which is crazy to me because you watch TikTok. Sometimes I like do watch TikTok. Like if I had not canceled TikTok, I'd be way more than What's that. your daily average? Four, hour 44. There it is. I mean, a younger person is going to be way up. No, oh, and a younger person. Holy fuck. Maybe you found the time for me to play the video games that don't exist that I want to enjoy one day, but I just, I, I, I see it as like, oh, I wish I could have enjoyed those more. Like I watched a bunch of skanks this week. You know what I mean? It the depends. time is I there. watch a bunch of YouTube sometime. Who knows? Uh, lastly, well, they talked about Trump or whatever, and uh, they have a prediction. You've gone over your allotment. Do you think the Spotify era will make a difference with the clips? Like, will the clips get more views or will less? we get to no, no, not his clips show? <clears throat> they're still going. Oh, can we show this? Yeah. Remember, they showed the Hunter S. Thompson. There was a very clip heavy show. Yes, and, I do because he's doing that because of YouTube. So we have that to look forward to. I hope so because I'm not looking forward to leaving YouTube myself. Why? Just because I'm a creature habit and just like the new studio is weird and we'll adjust the new one. But if. The Spotify generation means more seeing clips than it'll it'll be a net positive. I had to listen to Rogan on Spotify because that show never showed up. Yeah. You just go the it right away just brings you right to the video. It's like really convenient. There's I said it's that its right off the own jump. icon on the thing, like podcast Joe Rogan, you know, it, or sorry, you go into podcasts and it, it's like crime, whatever. Joe Rogan has this huge it's super easy. And do you pay for Spotify now? No, that was free. And no interruptions or no, no, no interruptions. Fantastic. No way you get through a whole episode with no interruptions. I got through the whole episode with no <clears throat> interruptions. There we go. Matt, I'm telling you. I'm telling I you. I think your wife pays for Spotify and you don't know it then or something. That's an really? interesting theory. Maybe I'm paying for Spotify. And I don't yes. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I squeezed as much as I could have Tom Papa. And um, 
We, we're two hours in and we've done, this is insane. Like this podcast, there's no reason that these four should get three hours that they're about no. to get. No I was reason. coming here saying we should shut the podcast okay. down in an hour. Yeah, Way no, and we've already done two hours. So we really got to, can you rate this someone please so we can get out of here? This? I, I, I don't like uh, Tom Papa coming on anymore, but I give it three. It wasn't that bad. I agree. I give it a three. It wasn't that bad. I, I like Tom Popeye. I just like, I can't do him every two months, especially the way this has been going. I give it a uh, two and a half. And I like that he stood up for himself against Joe. I don't know if he was right or I wrong. I like that too. But I like that he didn't back down. Joe was being kind of a bully and Tom Papa stood his ground. We didn't even talk about that. But yeah, yeah. Joe was being a right dick. A right Dude, dick. if you want to live in LA, first of all, Joe, if we go back five years, you would have been convincing every single dickhead that came in here that LA was the place to be, the place to live. If you didn't live there, you were a fucking idiot. And now things aren't going your way and you're convincing everyone to move to fucking, I don't know. Shut Strong armed him. The bully. So that's it. We're done with this. I can't believe we just did two hours. It's insane. Yeah. All right. We're going to uh, pay some bills, hopefully, and then uh, we'll be back. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Onnit.com. If you're like me, you wake up in the morning with brain fog, feeling lazy and confused. Your job or jobs require you to be on top of everything, but your mind often slows down, your attention drifts away, and your memory fails. Coffee and prescription meds have failed you, leaving you with jitters and a lack of sleep. Worst of all, keeps happening when you need to be on top of your game. Lucky for you, Onnit may have the answer. With a team of scientists and researchers, Onnit took the best earth-grown botanicals and created a one-of-a-kind cognitive enhancer called AlphaBrain. It could be the solution you've been looking for. AlphaBrain works. It's been clinically studied to help healthy individuals support memory, focus, and processing speeds, and is made from natural ingredients found in nature. For a limited time, Onnit is giving you a chance to try AlphaBrain free of charge. That's right, I said it free. You just have to pay the shipping. Best of all, if you're not satisfied, you can keep the bottle and Onnit will give you a free refund. You don't even have to call. No hoops, no catch, nothing. It's as easy as could possibly be, entirely risk-free with a 100% money-back guarantee. So go to onnit.com slash J-R-E-E and try it today. That's O-N-N-I-T dot com slash J-R-E-E to try your alpha brain trial today. Uh, name and a number, Kamar. Or no, Simon. Simon. I don't really give a shit who. 1550 Wesley Hunt. A politician. I did not know he was black until way into this episode. I think I knew right away. At the beginning, he was Dan Crenshaw's friend, so I imagined him coming in with the other eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> a full man they make one full man um and then just coincidentally this guy was crowd surfing at a outdoor rally i think crowd surfing like laying on top of the crowd yeah did they talk about this podcast no i just saw it like you did some research no no just coincidentally i i'm pretty sure it's what him. the fuck is happening right now what are you talking know. about while he's bringing something to the table that Wesley Hunt was crowd surfing. Yeah, I'm going to check that out, though. And I was trying to recall them talking about it on the podcast, which they did not. I'm just confused as to what the fuck is going I on I think here. he's saying he's uh, unsafe. No, I'm not saying that at all. I just Sounds thought, like you're saying he's unsafe. Okay, That's whatever. what I'm getting out of you're it. I don't even know if it was him. I'm going to check, though. This podcast was so frustrating. But I think at the end of the day, I think all politicians should be service people. 
that that makes it just knowing the sacrifices, whatever. That's sort of what I got out of this. Like Tulsi. Sure. Whatever. Because the stakes are so high with the invasions and stuff. I mean, I couldn't agree with that more, yeah. And so having the experience of serving for your country uh, abroad, at wars, helping other countries, if that's the intention, then you can serve. But the people who are just politicians, lifelong politicians, sending the people to die just don't know the stakes. I mean, I feel like that that's only in the last 30 years, though. I feel like prior to that, most politicians I, I, had served. So I, I think they've gotten away from it, and yeah. now this is why it's gotten such a fucking zoo. I don't think it was him. Yeah, I didn't think it was him. <laughs> Good retraction. Uh, Saves yeah. me. Saves me from having no, to Kamar, do I mean, I couldn't agree with that more, but I mean, that only really solves that one issue. Well, hopefully service people just have better character as well. That's what you hope, yeah. So it solves many issues. So let me get to my first problem with this guy. My first problem with this guy is that he 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 goes on this huge, I don't want to call it a diatribe, but whatever. He, he, he goes on this rant about how, like, he he's, I'm, uh, first of all, I want to start by saying I'm definitely, I'm a millennial and I, I, I know that global warming exists and that man-made things have resulted. Now, that being said, I'm in the seventh district of Texas, which of course is the energy district of Texas. And then he went on to do exactly what every fucking politician in well, his seat of, would of do. Of course, so he's campaigning. Okay, well, then he, he lost. He, he can't do otherwise, right? Like he's he's trying to 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 win his election. Yeah. So that's my point though, is like he could he might not even believe what he's saying. He's saying what he has to say to win. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there we go. Whereas if he if he came on with super honest, he'd probably fuck himself. Maybe he's just trying to get in and then do the right thing though, you know? Th- th- that's what I'm saying. He, he so if that's has the case, to play the then... game as a politician on the Joe Rogan experience, he's got no choice. I I I'm I, I don't know him from Adam, so I have no idea, you know. But I'm he seemed like him. a guy with integrity. I mean I'm not saying he didn't. That's the thing, is like I'm he seemed like a nice guy, a good guy, but then there was just certain things where it's like, okay, well, now you don't seem like such a good dude. It just felt like the politician got turned on. Sure. And I mean, Joe, Joe pissed me off more than this guy this episode. Like the amount of times that Joe. So here's a funny thing. Joe talked about the Constitution so many times in this episode. Like just like this is why we have the Constitution, this and this and this. But and then at the same time was like. We need to give cops more money and cops. this. this. And listen, I'm not and I'm not interested in getting in this argument, but let me give you an example. Cops to do their job. They break the Constitution and your rights all the time. We all agree on that, right? That can be construed that way yeah okay so joe has no problem with that that comes down to like it's like uh most cops are good and do adhere to the constitution it's not like all cops break the constitution no but oh, but hold on but they do because uh, yeah, but hear me out though i'm not even it's not even a knock at cops i'm saying that most of the most of the shit that is in in place as far as like procedural stuff is there to break your rights, right? Like a lot, like for example, what do they say? Go on, go on. Well, I'm just saying I can't. So Joe talks about, he's like, if you, if you Google, you know, cop interactions, like they don't show the good ones. Like, okay, fine. I'm not even talking about cops beating or uh, I'm not even talking about assault. Let's take assault and battery and people being murdered. Let's take that off the table completely. Let's just talk about a cop walking up to any colored person and for any reason and saying, can I see your ID? If you say no, that's the end of it. 
as far as the Constitution is concerned. That's it. No. Have I committed a crime? No. Am I being, am I in, under suspicion of committing a crime? No. That's the end of it. But cops, and believe me, the procedure is you, you ask until they give you ID, and they do it. That happens all the time. But would you be satisfied if Joe just amplified that there are some bad cops? Joe makes it seem like, first of all, I've, I've spoken about this all the time. Like this whole give them more. Oh, here, let me talk about this. You're a fan of the wire. You're a fan of the wire. Joe talks about how homicides and this, that all these numbers are up in all these districts across. Let me tell you something. Cops control those fucking numbers. So shut the fuck up. Like cops are in total control of what numbers they report, what they don't report in what districts, this, that, and the next, that Michael fucking the dude from Baltimore said it a hundred times. Again, I know The Wire is a TV show. We know a lot of it was taken from real cops and real shit. They control what numbers they report. So think about it. If the cops know they're about to be defunded, all of a sudden they're like, <laughs> guys, remember those numbers we've been juking for the past 15 years, 10 years to make us look real fucking good? Yeah, we're done juking them for the next six months, whatever. We're going to report every single thing. They're going to do what you guys think they're doing with COVID, right? And just everything's a COVID death. So by your logic, then places like uh, Baltimore don't have a problem. Is no, they've always had a problem. My point is, is there's part, there's part, there's times when the cops want you to think they're doing a good job. The numbers in Baltimore, there is no problem in Baltimore. It's only in certain neighborhoods. Now though, it's like, well, there's just people being murdered left, right, and center in all these cities. So what, like, where are we with, I, I just don't but get it, it. It's back to, you said rights. Remember we have the discussion a couple weeks ago that is you don't have the right to smoke weed. It's like a, they use a term for it in this. It was a purview or something. It's not a right. It's like something you're allowed to do, but it's not a right. Okay. So, so that, that was just the difference of the the play, if it's actually infringing your rights or okay. your. But then they said I don't that, know the term. But then well. they said that Twitter kicking you off was against the Constitution, and they were infringing upon your constitutional rights. So again, I'm just asking you. Who said that? Both him and this fucking Wesley guy. They both said that Twitter kicking people off or Facebook kicking people off was against your constitutional rights. So again, what I'm asking is they're okay with sometimes certain people are, are, are egregiously breaking your constitutional rights. And other times it's like, well, guys, it's law and order and we need this. And this is for the greater good. So I'm just confused as to where Joe sits on most things right now. That's where I'm at. Well, what I want to say is just like this guy was campaigning. If this guy wins, this is a great relationship for Joe to have. Oh, for like, sure. Like, as far as relationships go, it doesn't matter what someone listening to this podcast thinks. This is a great friend to have. Like, Or if Dan Crenshaw runs for president. Well, he's already got a great friend there. So, as far as, like, uh, this was definitely a softball. Here's my problem with what this guy said. Is he comes out and he's like, okay, he makes a good point, which is America can do everything they want to get better at stopping global warming. But if all the other countries don't do it... I said that two years ago. That's very true. That's very true. Mm -hmm. But then in the same breath, he says, but you have to let the private sector dictate. They'll do the right thing. They will not do the right thing. They never have done the right thing, and they never will do the right thing. What about like Tesla or Ford or whatever, them uh, coming with electric cars? Is that that direction of the private industry? You guys are saying the government has to... Hold on. Here's a good example, though. They came out with an electric car in the 80s. 
that could have easily put and what did in those com- 60s and what did those companies do they used all their lobbying power the oil to oil companies that that's what who this the, guy clearly is the in bed oil with oil companies are never going to do the right thing what this guy is saying is that just leave it to them they'll all transfer to electric because they'll see that's where the market is taking it no they'll stop the market from taking it there they've done it since day one this guy's also forgetting and they'll continue to do it every fucking lobbying group does it man like this guy's also forgetting that bp could have spent like 200 grand or a million dollars whatever it was to properly insulate that fucking pipe and instead they didn't and it just leaked like however much oil for seven months into and that's right near texas so. that was crazy that flood but that was one of the things like it, you'd think the amount of oil and stuff that's shooting out of that uh broken valve or whatever it was would ruin the gulf of mexico you know what i mean like today it'd still be a bad thing but you don't even hear about it anymore i, I could believe a bunch <laughs> for hours but what i think i'm trying to say is are you saying the government is going to just mandate BP to go solar? Because how are we going to fix the planet? It has to be the private industry, no? Well, no, because the private industry has not been doing it. They don't give a shit. That's the point we're making. But they have, listen, Kamar, if they know that they could rape the earth for another 35 years to, of all the oil, they'll do that. They're doing that. The yes. market will decide here, and the market will decide to make more and more and more and more money until the world has become a ball of fire and you guys i'm asking you what you think the solution to this is this oh. is a, a problem yeah but that guy's answer isn't the right answer again I'm, yeah. I'm not a politician i understand you guys completely disagree with their positions well first of all if you're if you're the states and you use sanctions the way you have historically then that's really the way you would do it you would go to all these all these other countries and you'd say listen we're going green because if we if we don't start then you guys won't. And if we don't all do it, then we're all fucked in the end. And if you don't do it, we're going to sanction you or we're not going to trade with you. And it starts with that. It's it's like, it's an ugly, it's an ugly fucking thing. But listen, you got to start somewhere. At the end of the day, it will be private sectors that do it. Right? I disagree with that. Uh, I th- yes, there'll be some who try, like Elon Musk, and they'll be snuffed out. It's like this, like say this is to save the planet on a whole. Like the fish, that should be the navies of the world creating barriers like that job just having a gigantic aquarium where we replenish the oceans like for two or three years and that's something that could be done by the government right no because you need every government every government to stop fishermen from going into this huge area yeah yeah but you realize Kamar, like right now japanese come to canada to fish like we find Japanese boats fishing in our waters. So. And, and the navies have to stop that for like five years or whatever it is to replenish the oceans. Cause that's one thing, mm-hmm. but I just don't see how the government's going to make uh, solar energy or wind energy or, or whatever. If it's, if it's not the private sector, who is it? That's, that's all I'm saying. And remember these guys are on the campaign trail. Joe's trying to butter up because he wants a good friend. Yeah, but this is also after Joe was like, "I'm done with, I'm done having politicians on." It's not that's that was the one thing at the beginning. They can't to your first question, Kamar. They can't ever do anything until big oil and companies and things like that just that that they run out of oil. They don't matter anymore because they will always fight to look at William Randolph. Heard that these guys will always fight to preserve their fortunes. At, at the 
at the detriment of everybody else around them. So, no, I don't think it's we're ever going to get green. I think the world is going to, I think something huge has to happen there. And uh, yeah, I I guess so. I I just think he was saying what he's supposed to say. I agree with you that the plant's fucked. No, I think he was talking out of two sides of his mouth because he came out in the first breath and said, I acknowledge it. I believe it exists. Because as a Republican, but we should let you're this a happen. climate denier. He, Anyways, he he made himself seem um, like sane. You know what I mean? And then in the same breath was like said something totally insane. Sounds like a politician. Sounds like a politician. I mean, it's just weird to be like, I, I believe in global warming and man-made stuff like that. And then be like, but fracking is fine. Yeah, but it's not weird for a politician to do that. Okay, fair enough. I, I think more what I'm thinking is like so much better than Donald Trump or Joe Biden. Like if this guy's a politician, I'm happy. But wait a second. Regardless of the policy. Let's talk about the Green New Deal for a second. I know nothing about it, but let's well, talk about all it. All I know is that by 2035, there's supposed to be no more oil. So you're asking what can be done. I guess that could be an answer. Whatever that means, it means that those companies... See, that, okay, if, if you say a date, if the government comes out and says in 2035, no more oil is going to be used, then everybody has to find an alternative. And that's what they mean, I guess, by these companies shifting over to electric. Yeah. But they'll never do that on their own. They'll only do that if there's some sort of, the government has to hold the guillotine over their neck. They can't do. They can't just kill businesses. Ah. But they can't do that because they're owned by the fucking oil companies. Exactly. Like those things are one in the same. And the argument that you're going to kill business is like, first of all, businesses get killed all the fucking time, all the time. That happens all the fucking time. So for the U.S. to act like, oh, we can't. This certain business we can't kill. It happens all the time. Technology kills businesses. You have to force the innovation. oil industry to switch to a different industry. Precisely. But you're and, still destroying an, an industry. So what? Again, like we don't. It's like lot. If you're not willing to destroy industry, you're never going to innovate. It's I, like the guy, the sea setter. Like that guy. is a hundred percent true. Those words. You cannot. You have to be able to like burn the old in order to bring in the new. But if there was a company that was uh, had a system where there's uh, harnessing solar energy and able to power whatever and undercut traditional powers they would be there right now right no but we just said that like again the the fucking oil industry did absolutely everything in their power twice to kill the electric car Mar everything marijuana should have been legal 20 years ago but because of things like the prison guardian things that you have no business fighting it these it's the same thing i know it's not the same thing but it's the same thing the electric car like they had it we saw that video we've all seen it the guy fucking sucking on the muffler that was in like 1967 or something. Yeah, and we're conceding we're fucked. We just wish it was different. But now that I'm thinking about it, something like the Green New Deal, I guess. I mean, I'm an asshole, but you have to give them a day. They'll never do it on their own. So if that's the idea is to say to these oil companies or whoever. It's just such a big, like, think about all the cars. 
right now. Mm-hmm. Well, it just means they're 95% not ma- of run on gas. They're yeah. not going to manufacture anymore can't, after a certain date. Can't manufacture anymore, and then you got to take all those off the road. Yeah, by and, is that their idea? By 2035, you have to so remove them all years. by the road? Off the road? What an undertaking that would be. It would be a very huge undertaking. And then what do you do with all of and those it, cars? And it's, is it the government figuring all that out or is it the private industry figuring all that out? What I want to know, though, is why is it that any time, like, so it's a big undertaking, we're just going to be like, ah, not worth it. Like things, some, you know, big changes takes big change. That's exactly it. But wouldn't it make more sense? Fine. I'm with big change. I'm just thinking now, okay, look, they something like the Green New Deal. They're saying by 2035, and again, I'm an asshole, I don't know this. 2035, you got to take all the cars off the road that are running on gas. And then they, what, have to somehow recycle all those cars? They're going to end up just in these fucking dumps somewhere. So why not, instead of starting a new company, why not figure out a way to put, like, a green engine into old cars? That makes sense. I like that. It's just not cost-efficient. There's just not enough money in it for someone, right? Precisely. And that's why it's private <laughs> industry that has to do it. What I figure is it took 100 years to get here. Like 100 years ago, there was... Horses. I guess there were still coal factories, maybe. It's going to take 100 years to the switch. I, like, I don't think it would be done in 15 years. Why not? Everything else has moved at such a rapid pace. Like, But Kamar, let me ask you, why not set it up for 35 and then fail? Why not set it up for 2035 well, the, the, and then fail as opposed to setting it up for 2075 and then failing then because we know that's how it would work. I would say because if it uh, is a complete disaster and loses a bunch of money. Well, again, money seems to be, that's the issue that we're having is that money is at the bottom of everything. If it costs so much money and accomplishes nothing. then If you can show me that, um, if we know, if we know that like the oil industry is hurting the environment, then it's not too far-fetched to say we got to get away from this. You have this long to do it. And I don't know. I, I guess... Uh, I think it's just when it says that private industry is going to pay for it, it's the, like, who, who who's going to pay? Like, the government can stop you from making money or whatever. Right. But they can't start an industry... It's, it's always going to have to be private industry, whatever the next thing is. It'll have to be those oil companies. It'll have to be because they have all the money to switch. Yeah, I know. It's crazy, right? And you know they're going to be but, crooked, so they're just going to find pro- some way to cheat the system. Here's the problem is you're acting as if like a bunch of mom and pop shops are going to be hurt by us losing the oil industry, for example. And we just know that's not the case. Like, No, no, no. But what no, he's, no, 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 no. no, no. I'm, what, I'm not talking what about What he's saying, Matt, is like, okay, so if um, all the... Oil, if all the gas cars have to be taken off the roads and we all have to drive electric cars, who's going to make all of those electric cars? It has to be private industry. It, it has, yeah, but it it'll has be to the be. same car companies that make cars now. Well, that that's what we're saying, yeah. right? They have to, those same oil companies are going to have to transfer to electric companies. It, they're terrible and they're just going to bring their terrible say, habits it, to this new thing and it's going to be horrible. When they say it has to be uh, private, it has to be private. But I think definitely they can be influenced. The one thing I think the governments can do, though, is just use navies to protect the fish. Literally, like stop fishing for four years. Like it's a huge problem. You say that, that's going to start wars. You're okay with that? Well, we'll get to that in the post show. Why? We're talking about this now. Well, okay. Do you heard about what's going on in Nova Scotia? No. 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 So, um... <laughs> 
the Mi'kmaq tribe okay. is a, a, a First Nations tribe in there, and there's a lobster season. Okay. You can only fish for lobster in yeah. the season. But not the Mi'kmaqs. But not the Mi'kmaqs yeah. because they have a constitutional yeah. right that went to the Supreme Court that says they can make a moderate living whenever they want. Mm -hmm. I eat fish out of season. So last week, um, commercial fishermen <laughs> burnt down like their lobster factory and uh, threw thousands of lobsters just that were in cages just out in the yard to die. And they're like at a, at a standstill right now. And the commercial fishermen are saying they have to stop fishing because they're fishing or lobster hunting while the lobsters are breeding. Like this is why we have a season. You, you're going to fuck us all over if you do this. And the Mi'kmaq are saying, well, no, we're not taking that much. And so it's a huge battle. See, now, I the, I, I don't know anything about this. I always thought <laughs> that the rules for, um, like, the indigenous people were they could fish anytime they want to feed themselves. I didn't realize it was you could make a moderate living at any well, time. The, and the, then that's a very great... That gray, is the huge um, point, is what does this moderate mean? Like, right when you said a factory, I was like, oh, like, that's... They're making, like, a real living. Yeah. Well, like, the well, prime, no, the prime minister and his family and stole a like moderate a amount of money I, I, from I, us. Again, I'm not, I'm not taking a side here. I'm just... No, I was saying it as a joke, like... The prime minister stole a moderate amount of money from oh, us. Oh, from it's, us. Yes. Oh, so sorry, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, man, I'm he stole get... a lot of money. Anyways, it's a hot topic. I can't believe you guys didn't hear about it. It's just been on the CBC. Like, both sides are like... No, but I'm just saying to you, like, so China comes over here and they fish in our waters, like Matt said, and we say, don't do that. And they're like, yeah, we're not going to do that. And then they do it. And then they do it. And if we go out there with guns and boats, I, I just, just think, like, things are going to get sticky. But Okay. That's something I think the governments could do. Right. Obviously, he's going to do that. I, I see what you're a saying. A le legitimate solution to a problem. Yeah. More, we, more though, than making legislation that's going to make these private we companies need to, We need to green. save the fish, is we, what you're saying. The oceans, yeah. I mean, Kamar, let me ask you a question, though. Like, why is it that Scandinavian countries have all this figured out, but we don't? Why do they not have fishing problems? No, I'm not talking about the fishing. I'm talking about like they live very green and like, like Amsterdam, I believe, or one of those countries. Like their recycling consists of taking all the garbage, burning it down, and making energy. And then I hear about that, I'm like, okay, well, that's fucking amazing. You have a plant that can burn down garbage and make energy. Why don't we have plants like that? But I'm sure those are all private industries. But this, but okay, that's exact. But even you're I, strengthening. I, I, I cannot answer your question. Why no, don't? No, we no, do no. That but it wasn't that, Kamari. It was. A, it was more of like a a, a, a hypothetical, like. If if those private industries exist over there, can't they theoretically exist over here? That's all I'm saying to you. One hundred percent. So again, it's I think it's more that politicians like this guy. That's kind of what I'm getting at. He is clearly in the pocket of the oil companies that don't want him to do these sort of things. It's like think about like what you're talking about, like Brazil for example. Right now, their president is this fucking Bolsonaro guy, who's pretty much a Brazilian Trump, for all intents and purposes. He's down to completely wipe out the rainforest, top to bottom, which would be a disaster on epic proportions for the entire world that we would never come back government. from. But that's what I'm saying is, so you can sit there, even let's say tomorrow, the perfect green president came in and, and by 2035, they had to turn around. It wouldn't matter if fucking Brazil clear cut all of the Amazon. You know what I mean? Like, 
So again, I think I, I think you're just saying we're fucked. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And this guy is but trying this guy to was, a seat. Yeah, but I'm just saying this guy's pretending like, well, we're fucked. But I I don't know. I just I didn't. He's clearly in the pocket of big oil and. Yeah. No, I felt this guy totally had an agenda. Like all of a sudden they were talking about sex trafficking and this week Joe was very angry about it and he wanted to know why it wasn't being put on the news. And probably because the news is owned by guys who are being accused of sex trafficking. That's the like, only w thing it can be. Yeah, that would help. That's the, only, that, that's the biggest, oh God. Conspiracy and, but theories. no, Joe did make a good point. One that I've made a whole bunch of times is like, nobody wants to, I'm sorry, it's true. <laughs> nobody wants to talk about this because it makes you seem like you're a fucking Pizzagate moron, which is exactly what they want. Like they crop circled you. Yeah. That's exactly why nobody is fucking talking about this thing, man. Well, no, it's because if you say, okay, if you were to talk about a child sex ring and didn't mention Pizzagate, you might have some listeners. But the second you mentioned Pizzagate or like, Again, that story is ridiculous to me. No, no, no. My point is they lump that all together. That's why nobody, That's why people are afraid to talk about this, obviously. Because it, they right away can just say, oh, this guy's just a fucking QAnon person or whatever, you know? But meanwhile, but it's they're finding 40 kids in basements in fucking wherever. Where was that? Toronto. It's more like... No, no, it was somewhere in the States. Oh. But that was Toronto too? No, but didn't they have, they thought that that casino had like sex trafficking. Oh yeah, well for sure it did. Obvious, it's more, it, it, it's more like the um, Catholic church. You, you know what I mean? Like nothing's, everyone knows that the Catholic church have. Have fucked kids. Issues. For a long time, yeah. Child trafficking or whatever. And yet we go on. You know what you really have to be worried though? is when the news starts admitting the shit. Like when all of a sudden they're like, oh no, this is a thing. Like, you know, aliens weren't a thing for a really long time. You have to be worried. And then all of a sudden, yeah, I think that. I think when they finally are like admitting to shit, that's when we really have to be concerned. I didn't know what to think when they started reporting about QAnon. Because to me, QAnon was just tinfoil hatters on, on Twitter or whatever, right? Okay. Like I, I didn't think of it. And then all of a sudden CNN is reporting on this QAnon thing. Like it's always the agenda. If in the same news show, they won't report on something that you think they should report on. Why are they telling you about this? Like, why are they the, talking about why QAnon? are they crop circling you? <laughs> why is CNN? Well, QAnon's a tough one because on one hand they're like an Alex Jones and I'll tell, I'll show you this way because sometimes it, it, it is like sometimes Jones. it is right, like Alex Jones. On the other hand, they also predict it also predicts that Donald Trump is going to run with JFK Jr., who's been pretending to be dead. Like, wasn't that yesterday when that was supposed to happen, according to them? I, I know QAnon exists, I don't follow it like that. But just what I'm saying is, why it, it just it was just what it was on the internet. Why all of a sudden, it was like three months ago, yeah, yeah. did CNN start reporting yeah. about it? They doth protest too much is well, what you're saying. Exactly. To, to my point. They like, should have got, it's like they're reporting about the Proud Boys. I don't believe about, about QAnon, but the fact that they're talking about it worries me. Just why? 
it, it made me feel away because we know that those media companies are owned by shitty guys who are fucking trying to cover their own ass or, or run their own narrative or whatever the fuck they're trying to do because it's like, it's like literally four dudes just kind of sitting in their office <laughs> deciding the fate of like what the nation watches. And it's like, if a full of shit thing go, goes on TV and says something else is full of shit, is it like two wrongs make a right? I don't know. <laughs> it's like a double shit burger. It's a, it's a double shit burger, which I guess is tasty. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I found it very interesting how they got into this huge free speech debate or discussion. And then Joe was like, God damn it. They shouldn't be able to block anyone. It should be open to everyone. It should be a public utility. And then I thought to myself, I was like, so does that mean that if we think a certain guest should be on Joe Rogan's show, he should have to ac acquiesce to us? Because that's not how that fucking works. It's his fucking show. Imagine if the government, imagine if the government came to Joe and started telling him who he could and couldn't have on. He would think it was a travesty. Well, Simon thinks that might be happening. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you're just a huge, just humor me for a second, because sure. I don't really know where I stand on this, but you're a huge proponent of... Free speech, yeah. No, <laughs> of... Um, Big dicks. These social media companies, whatever you want to call them, they're because they're a private company. If you're on there, no matter. I'm what, not a big proponent of that. That's how rules. this works. No, no. I, right now, that's how this works. Yes, for sure. What Joe is talking about, I believe, is the government yes, making it a public utility, yeah, and saying, "Look, you guys can still make all the money that you make." but you don't get to decide who's on and off here. That's no. not how this works. Let me also because, tell you. Because you're so big and because your platforms are being used in elections and all sorts of things, you don't get to make those decisions, what an but analogy. you can make all the money. No, let me, let me explain something to you too. Because that, that sounds okay to me. No, well, here's my big problem too, is that Joe has this weird, so he admits that all, that, that all of this technology is made by people on the left, but then... The people on the left that make it are then supposed to, what, just open it up to people on the right to use it as they please? Yeah. Is that how this works? It's just like the social media is... What? 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 All social media is made by people on the left, yeah. correct? Yeah. Yeah. So they're then going to be forced by the government. Joe wants the government to force the people on the left that create this stuff to let people on the right use it however they want. That's... And you're... Yeah. That's, you're cool with that? That's just like the government stepping in to change the oil company. Well, but you're a proponent of free speech. Yeah. So then that's all he's saying is that this would be... Why? Open. You're allowed to say what you want. You just can't... It's not... It's That's what you're... You want it to become an open forum. No, no. Right now, you can't say what you want. Right now, so can stop you they from decide what you, what you can say. Like, let, let's say, Matt... Yeah, but you sign on to those terms when yeah, you agree. I... I Dude, I totally understand that. I get it. I know, and you're saying you want the government to step in and... Uh, Just like the government would step in to change oil companies to go to solar. We're not... Yeah, but they're not doing that. So what well, are we no, talking it, about it, here? But, but but they want to. That That's it, the new deal, right? The green deal. It, it's the so same if, thing. So if Biden yeah. wins, presumably that's what's going to be put into effect. You don't want government to intervene with social media, but you do want them to intervene with pollution or... First of all, Energy. pollution will kill us all. You well, realize that, right? Social media is killing us all. Okay. I, I, Mental I, health. I, I think it's a crazy analogy. I, 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 just, I think it's a terrible analogy. Well, in your mind's but eye. No, well, let's, so let's hear it out, Simon. Keep going then. Well, that's just it. Like, you, those are the two options, right? Either forever. the Look, 
there's a bias in this social media you, you, that's supposed to all, be for everyone. We all have a choice for sure. It's to get off of our phones. Like that, that is true. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about that. But if you want to like be part of the game, you know, you, you, you are on your phone and then you're on these places. And if they're owned by companies that lean left all the time and your opinion is different than that and you're trying to just... Just like if you're not hurting anybody, like Louis Farrakhan is still on there saying anti-Semitic shit. There are some people who should not be on there. I agree with that. I agree with that. Well, no, but because they're hurting other people. But they make money off you, forcing you to think the way you think. See, there's the problem though. You can't be there where you agree that some people shouldn't be allowed on, but then that some like how does that work? That's a problem. No, no, because even with freedom of speech, you can't say things that are gonna no that's not cause violence to other people, right? Threats. Well, that's inciting violence, so, but as far, but that's different. Well, I guess that's all that, but you're, you want free speech. Yeah, but that's. So the, then everybody can say whatever they want as long as it doesn't incite violence. Yeah. So then that's that, right? Then you're a proponent of free speech. So you should be a proponent of free speech on these platforms. I know they're private, but essentially if we're all on there, then everybody should have a free it say. As a utility. That would be switching it to a utility. Yeah, but then, okay, see, this is where your, so you talked about this earlier. This is where the government has to step in and create their own if you want to do that. You can't just fucking force, same thing, if the government. It, 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 the analogy is perfect. Like, social media is pollution. Like it, Okay, but come on, so guess be done, what? Something's got to be done in the environment. No, right? So, you know what we used to do in this country? We used to create industry called crown corporations, and we would just fight. We would do exactly that. The crown corporation would create cheaper gas. We'd sell cheaper gas. We'd put the fucking government out. We'd put that gas company out of business, and then we'd just switch it to fucking eco. That's how we would have done it 30, 40 years ago. I'm just not sure that those, yes, I'm just not sure those same rules apply to social media because... If the crown builds something, does it necessarily mean that everybody's going to go there? See, so this is the pro- this is what I'm talking about, though. Is so I am on the left, right? I'm Matt. Let, let, let's. I'm John Q. Public. Okay, I'm on the left. I'm a young guy. I have a startup. I start a company. Okay, you don't have to come to it. You don't have to come to it. No one has to come to it. A lot of people come to it because I make it enticing. I make a lot of money off of it. Okay, then I set up some parameters where I say, whatever. I, I create a fucking a rule book, let's say, or terms of services if you want, okay? Again, you don't have to come there. You choose to. Everyone chooses to come there, Simon, right? We all agree on this? Yeah. Well, that's it. But so they're cho- protected. Who's protected? The social media companies. By They're whom? not liable for something that gets posted. If, if someone posts something that caused someone harm, they are protected. Okay, what does this have to do with what we're talking about, though? You're talking about like an LLC, pretty much. Anyone can create an LLC and become protected from whatever. They're they're protected by the government in that one aspect by law. If if they want to decide what goes goes on, who can and cannot do, then they're liable for everything that goes on. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, because right now they have like the rules of a journalist, I guess. Yes. Where, but they're making all the money, so they should have the rules of a. A company who would then be responsible You're on the hook for, for everything all this that stuff. goes on. I think that's the other argument. That's not this argument, but no. that is another argument. I don't know what either of you are talking about right now or where we were, but. Listen, I I think that if they right now. Unless right, the government was going to pay Facebook and Twitter right now for everything they're worth 
and say, we're now taking over. That's the only way. And they don't have the money to do it's that. It's like a monopoly of the, of a mental monopoly. That's what they have right now. And that's let me just ask, not something we've ever had to deal with. Before. So let me ask you again, you, you earlier, you want to use the fucking pollution analogy. Why doesn't someone on the right create a fucking, why doesn't Tim pool or someone like that create a platform where all those people can go? And why isn't it just as popular? You know why? Because they can't and they don't. Because they don't, like... Well, we don't know because we've been manipulated for the last 10 years by these social media companies. So we don't even know what's what. Right? But you would argue that the 10 years before that, CNN or Fox was... I I could sit here and say Fox has been manipulating people on your side for the last 30 years anyway, right? Yeah. And I'm telling you, 10 years ago, I thought Fox was ridiculous. And CNN made sense. And that's totally swapped. So, so sorry, your argument is, I, I'm just trying to get the lay of the land here. Your argument is these companies, because they're liberal leaning. No, it has nothing to do with because it's, it's the people the that started them are liberal. That's how it started. Be, and you know why? Because we know predominantly that people on the right don't start companies like this. They just don't have the mind for it. They're again, creative types lean left, right? That's how these companies get created. And then the guys on the right who want to be able to say all the shit that they want to say, want free reign to use these companies that the guys on the left created, correct? Okay, I guess it. I'm not even looking at it as a left-right thing. <laughs> if you're, make something up mm-hmm. that they, the people who own that company don't like, mm-hmm. they can just wipe you out, whether it's left, right, black, yellow, pink, blue, whatever it is, they just decide because it's a private company. Yeah. Yeah. But let me ask you a question. Like if you're fine with this, if I go into Costco and I make a scene, Costco can throw me out and they can say, you're not coming into any Costco in Canada. Right. Matt, I'm totally with you. Everybody has the right to do that. I guess the question would be, okay, if there were only three stores in the entire world, Costco, Kmart and Bloomingdale's Mm -hmm. and their rules were ridiculous. You would hope that the government would step in and be like, Hey, or they didn't let black people in or if their rules were ridiculous, whatever those rules are, the the government would step in and say, look, there's, you have a monopoly on whatever this is. But you see, this is the problem is that regulate. Okay. But here's the problem is make it fair. Here's the problem is you both are like, QAnon's fine. I get it. Neither of you claim QAnon, although you might each have a pin. But hold on. You both live in this world where you pretty much, you listen to Tinfoil Hat, Tim Pool, uh, and a bunch of conspiracy podcasts. You listen to basically the same stuff or other right-leaning stuff. Now, you the only time you listen to CNN is to actively be like, this is bullshit. Uh, I think it's all horseshit. Like, you never watch it with an air of I like- I never watch CNN. I just see clips on the internet. But there you go. But you see meme clips, right? Or clips that are like, okay, so there you go. What so is your point? My point is that you, Simon, you live in a world now where you have made this bubble that you all you always talk about where you're like, you ha- you can't live inside this bubble. And you do. You live inside this weird little bubble of like, okay, okay what? Uh, but what? Why? Where is this even coming from? Because what I'm talking about- in your argument? Because this is what I'm talking about is like, you live in this world where all these people are being silenced by Twitter and Facebook, right? Hey, if they are being silenced, are you okay with that? 
Yes, because they're private. They have rules that are laid out. But, okay. Okay. So that fine. I'm, well, but I'm okay with we've that. We've been in this since the Tim Pool Twitter episode. I I'm okay. Like I have always said, right now it is a private company. They can do anything the fuck they want. Yeah. If they don't want you on there, they don't want you on there. We're talking about whether the government should come in and say, look, maybe this should be an open playing field for everyone. Like I said, you you guys can still make all the fucking money you want from this, but, you're but you don't get to dictate who says what as long as it's not hurting anyone. The, those are the arguments. Yeah, okay, and I hear you, but again, like, okay. Say your first argument again. Start all, start all over so I can fucking dismantle them. Well, you just said seven things, and you want me what to fucking... What was the first argument? I don't even remember. That they have a oh, private company. Oh, right now, it's a private company, and they do whatever the fuck they want. I agree with that. Right now, it's a private company. Yeah. They do whatever the fuck they want. So you want, but you want the government... But what does their protected mean? All LLCs are protected, Kamar. It doesn't matter how fucking big or small you are. No, no, no. no, 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 no right. Under the journalism thing. Right now, they do operate under a weird... Um, what journalism thing are you talking about? If, if they put something on that hurts someone or whatever, they are not liable for the content. They're protected. And if they were a fully private company, then they could be sued. If you saw something on something that offended you, you could sue them. But it was wrong or not. But you can't. That's, that's the only reason why the government would have to step in. I know you don't understand what he's talking about. No, because to me, like the government would step in because they say, look, you've created something that is now so big, even though it's private, like Matt's saying, and you can do whatever the fuck you want. You've created something so big that now we have to regulate it some way. You don't get to be the god of what you've created anymore. It's kind of like when somebody makes a company and they have a monopoly on something and the government comes in and they say, look, you've become too powerful here. For whatever reason that is, if it's because they're scared of it, whatever the fuck, that's why they step in and they yeah, say, "Yeah, I get it. I just find it crazy. I just find it crazy that Mocha and you are both on the on board with the government stepping in." <laughs> I started this by saying, "I don't know where I stand on this." I, I mean, you stand pretty firmly, I think. I don't know what they should do, Matt. I don't know. Right now, it seems like it's a little weird that everybody is on this platform and yet they decide exactly what goes down. I also don't like the idea of the government stepping in to regulate anything because we know that the government is a piece of shit. So well, there you go. So that's where I'm, I'm at. Is I'm torn. No, but you're fighting I, pretty hard for these guys I to just stay don't like want this. I think that's also a problem, though. Like, it's not good for the, that guy, Zuckerberg, or uh, the guy who owns Twitter, or them to have this unlimited power. That's not good. Like I said... Again, that's kind of like saying, oh, just let the market regulate it. The market's not going to regulate it properly for the good guys or for the bad guys, obviously. What, there's so many people with tons of cash. Again, there's so many right-wing people that have a ton of money that could start a fucking, that could start any sort of social media they wanted. Easily. Easily. I hope something, I, I hope something does so that at least there isn't this uh, power vacuum. But again, there is, there's that, what's that fucking Twitter alternative that's become just a fucking set, but you see what I mean? But is nothing, okay, again, I don't care. I Fine, Matt, yes, the right suck, and no, nobody saying, there has, is creative, and they can't do anything. That doesn't solve our I'm problem saying, what I'm of Twitter and Facebook and whoever being too powerful. Okay, let me ask you this again. How are they so powerful? Who won the last election? 
<laughs> okay. Well, no, I'm, I'm not, just. I'm not gonna. You, we just, why? But here, Simon, did you, you watch the social dilemma? Like we know how powerful social he didn't media. Watch it. He didn't but watch it. but why? Just I'm asking you a simple question. We know how powerful social media companies are. Okay, so then no, if these left-leaning social media companies are so powerful, how did Donald Trump win the last they're, election? They're powerful. They're too powerful. They push too hard. Who knows? I I think it's just. But it's <laughs> a legit question. Let, maybe they're all owned. Maybe it's all one, one terrible entity that's working against all of us with social media it doesn't have to be a left right thing that you're getting caught up i don't care about the left right but even then simon (laughs) okay okay so then let me ask you this if you think it's this again over uh, this overbearing one nation thing what makes you think the government stepping in is going to have any bearing i just told you i don't that's why i'm torn because they're terrible and yet these guys are obviously not like Again. But you see the problem. This is what I was saying about the Tim Pool and the world you guys live in. Nothing is real. Nothing is trustable, right? Oh, my God. You're telling me that you think that, like, Zuckerberg and the guy who owns Twitter are, like, good dudes? They're not. They're just really rich guys who are trying to get richer. Like, so they're are, not, they're are, not, then like, we're all that. Kamar's that. You're that. I'm they're, that. But they're not white knights. They're I not don't think saints. they're white knights. They're not any more pious than a guy on the other side trying to do the same thing. Like they're all, they're all just crummy. There's something feels wrong about a huge company having the type of influence they have. Yeah. So guess what? Oil companies have a way bigger yeah. influence. And they suck. And we were just and saying we, they we should all be dismantled. the government to go in there and fix the oil companies. I didn't say that. That's not what I said. Well, that, that was the only solution. Well, that's we had. with the Green New Deal. Okay, I yes. didn't. I wasn't supporting the Green I New mean, Deal. You were. You were. I, sa- again, to me, I don't. I'm with Kamar. Like, how else do you make anybody do anything? They're always going to do the wrong thing. And as always, we don't have the answers. Business is always going to do the wrong thing. So unless somebody mandates it, we're fucked. It's it's it's. We've been on this for a <laughs> okay. year straight, boys. Okay. Never talk about politics again. That's never going to happen, obviously. But. Uh, I understand the contradictions this guy had, but it just felt like this guy was running for office, trying to say all the right things to get the votes, and Joe was making a friend for life that was going to have high friends in high places. I wonder if that's I, what I heard the Joe whole podcast. Joe's just loading the deck for himself. Exactly. That's what you think. Now, I literally, literally. Well, that's only if the Republicans win. Well, we see how. Or if this guy wins, but oh, yeah, right. you just see how Joe loves money. What are we talking about that? Like he's capitalizing on everything. He's not like, screw this, screw that. You, you know what I mean? Still doing uh, social media posts or whatever. Weren't you uh, saying that? I think Joe intentionally tanked Tulsi, Yang, and Bernie's <laughs> campaign at this point. <laughs> I'm on Simon's boat now. He could have done them such a better service. Well, I just, you don't agree with oh that? Oh my God. Imagine, imagine. Well, he's think about just... the way it went down. Tulsi goes on. Two weeks later, she's out of the race. Yang goes on. Two weeks later, he's out of the race. Bernie goes on. Two weeks later, he's out of the race. And their association with him is what? It seemed to be the fucking death knell, didn't it? And then he gets up, moves from Los Angeles, a blue state to a red state. Has Dan Crenshaw on, has this guy on, like probably going to have Donald Trump on realistically, which I called like a year ago. But do you think... Joe plotted that or someone reach out to Joe and let's do this. Cause the way you're saying the way you're saying, I think Joe tanked their 
um, election. I don't know, man. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing that out there. Of course, but I wrote it down 25 this, minutes this, ago. This fucking asshole just called me crazy for wearing a tinfoil hat and yeah, this well, and I that, like throw- and then drops this fucking thing. Go fuck yourself. Why? I thought you'd love that. I do love it. I just would appreciate it coming from Kamar, <laughs> not you, you fucking yellow-bellied bastard. You put it together, man. But this fucking guy—that's the best thing I've ever heard, dude. That's not out on any. In no. my bubble, Matt, no. nobody's talking about this. Yeah, well, there you go. Is, but it, you said, I wonder if Joe tanked I their... need to have a cigarette. Oh, wait, we're almost done. We're just going to talk about the fucking nutritionist for five minutes, and then we'll call this an episode. Joe tanked their election hopes just because he's Joe, or he did it intentionally? I don't know. but no, just He's think... saying Joe's been a Republican through and through. Oh. He's been working for the right. This has all been a plan from the start. This is a 10-year-long, long con, according to Matt. No, no. It could, just be, no, no. could be like a five-year five year long con. It's true. They might have got to him halfway through because you know how I feel about the CIA conspiracy. They either get you there right you at the start or go. they get you in the middle with something that he did. Oh, shit. Or maybe they wins a, No, maybe they wins a changed him from the beginning. Oh, this is... Dude, maybe they had him on. Hold on, maybe they had him on some rape with Brian when he was like twenty. No, no, no. You don't want to push me too much. They can hear you in the satellite. All right, so we rate this episode then. This dumpster fire. Yeah, I, I think uh, all politicians should serve. Like, I'm fine with that. I'm all right with this guy. Why did he serve? Yeah. Yeah, Oh yeah, right. Yeah, you know that's the problem with this podcast. Is it started out with him as an Apache guy? I thought you know he's in the military. He's yeah, blah blah. You know, I I like that you support. He was a likable guy. No, and then the things everything was a contradiction that came over. That's politics. But that's what okay. This is where I'm at. In closing, I thought he was a super likable guy. It's like he said. I think he summed it up when the guy was like, "I wouldn't vote for you." But I think you'd be a good candidate. You know I'd what like I mean? to have like, a beer with you, but I definitely wouldn't vote for you. That was type that the deal? No, no, I'm just making that up. No, no, he had a, some quote that some guy said to him oh, well, where he was like, I absolutely wouldn't vote for you. The guy that gave money, sent him money. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, but I think you'd be a good candidate. You know what I mean? So it's. Mm. He's a decent person. I didn't think this guy, like, this is the kind of guy you want fighting for your freedom and your country. And he seemed like a good guy. I just. Ultimate politician. I don't know whether he's playing the game or what. It, I. Again, I'm with Simon, just full of contradictions. This guy, I don't know how you, I don't know how you in one sentence are like, I believe in global warming and then are like, but I back all the oil companies as hard as I can. Uh, it's it's the, the, just anybody who says that the, and I guess that's the my problem with the libertarian view, this whole, the market will decide. Yes, in like a vacuum, in a perfect world, yeah. the market will decide. If everything works, but no, as soon as human beings come in and like, we put this variable into everything, into every um, good idea, <laughs> we are the variable, the shitty, shitty variable that always just, we, we can't be counted on to do the right thing. That's insane. Well, if you want to go back to social media, let's just talk about the entirety of the internet for one sec. It's impossible for the market to work anything out with the internet now. Because you can just bury and suppress and you can change your name. You know what I mean? You can be Blackwater one day and the next day you're super happy, fun time company. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. I don't know, man. I, I don't, uh, I've, I've never been shadow banned, so I couldn't tell you. I think we're shadow banned. What are you talking about? We are shadow banned. 
Oh, on no, our we're Instagram? Absolutely this is shallow. Absolutely yeah. no, we are. I, I agree. Absolutely I can tell we you, are. I can tell you the date it happened. That's the only legitimacy yeah. I feel is that we're shadow banned. No, They're I holding agree. us down. Thank God. Joe, Joe was talking about exactly you two weeks that's ago when he was like... That's such a narcissistic... Yeah, that's uh, what I was saying. Yeah, the people that... Not that we have no fans, <laughs> but that for some reason yeah. Instagram is keeping us down. We're shadow banned. I though. agree 1000% Kamar. Instagram is fucking with us. It's this fucking The government Zuckerberg, needs to step in. Left wing motherfucker. They own this platform. They can do whatever they want. (laughs) They haven't liked Joe for a long time, and we're just guilty by association. And we're shadow banned. It's it's our cross of error. Anyways, I give this a three. It it was better than I thought, but... Uh, I give it a three as well. No, I don't give it a three. I give it like a two. My blood boiled for half of it, but it was like a good boil. You got to think about, like I said, you got to listen to people on the other side. Okay, let's spend five minutes on this nutrition guy so I can get the fuck out of here, please. 1551. Phil Scarf. Paul oh. Salad Dino. <laughs> <laughs> that's what his fucking name is. Is that unbelievable? Well, that's why. He was so pissed. That's how you know we live in the fucking Matrix. Anthony Weiner gets caught sending his Weiner on the internet. Joe Saladino comes on and tells Paul. us that salads want to yeah. kill you. Like Ranch dressing Saladino comes on here. Paul Saladino is against salad. I, 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 I couldn't believe it when I was just staring at like, what the hell? So that's, that's why crazy. I oh, that's why the name the beginning. his name. I see. <laughs> I see. And who walks around with a fucking liver? Paul Saladino. Paul does. Saladino yeah. had liver in his bag. Did he know that Joe was going to eat it? Yes. Yes. Or you just think he's carrying it around in his bag? Both things are possible, but I'm going with the first. Both are possible, Kamar. Because he's a fucking freak show, and he probably has all sorts of organs in his bag. I was going to say, I bet bet at the bottom of that jar was a bunch of bull semen. And he was like, how fear factor could I get Joe Joe says he's coming in, bring some of that liver. And there's, oh, actually, I have some right here. Or the guys walk around the liver in his bag. Well, I can tell you this, Kamar. Here's the thing. If he had been able to pull out the um, gallbladder brine to throw on top of the liver, then I'd be with you. He just carries the shit around in his bag. But he only had the liver, so he brought it especially for Joe. You took the words right out of my mouth. Brine, gallbladder, or is it pancreatic bile as a condiment? disgusting. On liver. What's your favorite condiment? My favorite condiment? Pancreatic bile, obviously. What what is the condiment I use the most? Or what is my favorite? Butter, condiment? obviously. Uh, that's not a condiment. That's not a condiment. That's a way of life. <laughs> my apologies. But actually, you wouldn't been, consider butter I've a condiment. Been eating a lot more uh, margarine lately, believe it or oh, not. Oh, don't eat that I know, shit. I know. I but my son is I allergic care about to you. butter. Well, my mom's allergic to butter too. So I don't really have a choice. But I does he break out knives? And shit? Out, yeah, he has like yeah. A my bad, mom, but, same thing. Anyways, um, you don't have a favorite condiment. Mayo is the condiment I use the most. Like the most essential condiment to me is probably oh. mayo. <sighs> Mustard. Mustard is also very essential. Ketchup I use a lot, but it's Mustard I could, the most. I could probably go without it. Fun mayo fact. But steak sauce also, like A1. I, I can only one. have mayo on something if someone else applies it. Okay. You can never put your own mayo on something. Yeah. Like if I'm making a sandwich, it cannot have mayo on it. If you're making me a sandwich, it has maybe mayo throw some it? mayo on it. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Mayo is... That's psychotic. I Listen... <laughs> Everyone has their no, thing. Okay, explain to me why. I, I, do, I just, there's I no, I just know. like the look of mayo. I'm like, uh, uh. 
the look of mayo as you're spreading oh, all it. of it even squeezing it out of a bottle you don't like smelling it you don't no. like the well, but like if first it's all who's squeezing mayo out of a bottle miracle whip or whatever that's gross yeah listen mayo's gross. i use hellman's it comes in a jar okay well that's mustard, it Let's rate mayonnaise <laughs> mustard mayonnaise you, you won't choose a condiment I, I I don't know. Um, well, no. Here I uh, like I guess ma- I guess mustard. There it is. Fine. Well, he obviously never uses mustard. What do you use? You don't use any condiments. What are you a fucking cereal well, killer? Like, what are we talking about? It's not a serious question. Yeah, I said mustard. Okay. Fine, what fine. do you put mustard on? Sandwiches. How often do you eat sandwiches? I don't know. Once a week. So you, <laughs> what? Okay. What do you eat? Nothing that takes condiments. Like when I have fries, I don't dip condiments. them in anything. You have you eat plain French fries. Yeah, I usually cram them down with my burger. Cereal killer. What else do you? Or I guess I have salt on? and vinegar on my fries. What about uh, salt? What about like salad dressing? You eat a lot of salads. I like balsamic vinaigrette. So I also eat, like some ranch. You eat, do you think you eat more salad dressing than you eat mustard? Is salad dressing a condiment now? I thought it was a way well, yeah, of life. Salad, no, no, no. Salad I thought dressing this is a when condiment. he said bile as a condiment. <laughs> I thought about. I'm going to ask the boys what their well, favorite listen, condiment. Bile is a condiment. And I knew I was going to say mustard. I had no idea what you were going to say. I'm done. This, I'm listen, done that. Now I'm more interested. In what Matt? This is salad a, dressings. I don't get this it. This isn't a movie. Well, first of all, bile. Saladino. <laughs> He's back. Saladino over here. I said mustard. Why yeah. are we moving on? And, and I, I don't accepted believe it. And I, was happy. <laughs> I, I want to move on. I don't believe this him. is worse than social media companies. Tell me your fucking condiment. All I could think with this guy is um, like we were talking about with the uh, Patreon we just did last week. That'll be coming out this Monday. Um, we don't know our history or, or history's written. You know what I mean? So we don't actually understand why we eat what we eat. It, it's the same thing. There could be like... Right, absolutely. No, nothing that grows wants to be eaten. It just wants to grow. Like nothing wants to die or be killed. So nope. it, it sort of made sense to me because the apple seeds have arsenic in them. And do you ever hear anything about bad about eating the but wait a second, wine of by, watermelon? By that token then, Kamar, I'm sorry, just hold nope, on. No by that by that same thing, animals don't want to be eaten. So shouldn't they be making a bunch of things that want to kill us too? Yeah. Like, like claws like, and teeth. And if you, they catch you, they kill you and oh. eat you. But but plants also have like a defense of they make you itchy, they have spikes, they have thorns, but also they fuck you up on the inside. Some are poisonous. So why don't the animals fuck you up on the inside? That's the part of this guy's argument that I I cannot like I get what he's saying, but I can't come to terms with, you know? Yeah, it just it just made me think. Like, was broccoli just growing? And or do do we invent a lot of these things? A lot well, of we lot GMO'd of vegetables, the shit out of like, most of like, them. Like, like well, a lot of things don't even exist in the wild before us. Well, that, like that, iceberg lettuce, you know what that, I mean? That's that's what I'm asking. Like garlic. Like garlic's fantastic. Have you guys ever seen sorry, just side note. Garlic is fantastic. Have you ever seen how a pineapple is grown? Yeah, I've been in Hawaii. How are they grown? On trees. I don't think they're growing on trees. No, they grow on the ground. They grow on the ground. Yeah, on like a little tree thing. Yeah, on a tiny little tree. That's what I meant. It's like, yeah, I didn't mean like a fucking redwood, but like... Every stalk of corn is one one, cob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, dude, like walnuts. Have you seen a walnut? They're they're in like a fucking huge encasement 
just to get one walnut. Like the amount of work that goes into well, some you've foods. Eaten a walnut before. Yeah. yeah. A, a cashew. <laughs> Is that what you mean? No, but I meant when they're on the tree, like oh. the green. Like oh, the, to get that little nut that we have to break open, it's in a bigger nut? Or, well, what I'm saying is that nut might shrink down once it's like dried and shit, but on the fucking, on the tree, it's like this big, it's green, it's ripe. Like it seems like a lot of work, the whole process. Like, I don't know how much walnuts are. They well, must be expensive. That's why they make food now that I guess is like open a lot less defense to Kamara's point. You like breed it defenseless. No, I just and think then there's less like shit to huck. You have know, you seen a cashew? Husk. Yeah. It's like a huge fruit. That's toxic. Like th th There is just something that maybe we, our diet that we eat isn't all we think it is. I mean, his motivation, he was a vegan and he was sick. And I think his dad, because when you listen to this guy, like, why are you devoting your life to convince people to eat meat more than vegetables or whatever? You know what I mean? I just don't, again, to what I was saying earlier is I like what he's saying. That's neat. That plants just want to kill us because we want to kill it. That's cool. Animals are the same way. So by that token, why does meat make us stronger? Is it all because we, like you, not all meat that we eat have claws and things to kill us. Some are defenseless and we kill them and the fish. chicken fish or wh whatever cows. I know in the wild would, you know, they're not defenseless, but they're still easier to kill than a wolf to your point. Why are they not? Why is that meat not killing us too? Like if everything's just out there to survive against us. Well, technically the meat gives you colon cancer if you eat enough. Right. So maybe that's, the long, the long con of the meat. Uh, yeah, I guess I would just assume <laughs> that it would have adapted at this point. If the plants kill us quickly, then the meat kills us quickly. But, Why is one retarded and the other isn't retarded in the right way? Before there are humans, like, not in the right way, in a, in a equally appropriate, appropriate, the appropriate way. way. Yeah. Before there are humans, there was animals. We don't know that for sure. I I, I don't know. Was it okay. a million years ago we're going to have to go back? I mean, when God made things, I thought he made the humans and then he made the animals. So if there's a God, then it all came at the same time. I'm just wondering, was there just broccoli and all, all these foods? That yeah, we on the eighth day, God made broccoli. There like, just is. get over it, come on. There it is. <laughs> yeah, but I look at it like this. I mean, in nature, there are things that just eat plants and there are things that, you know, eat meat. But I think that that's both, because right? it's, they're, they're, um, whatever was around them, right? Because even things like deer, which eat mostly plants, if you put a mouse in front of them, they're going to eat it. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's is like, just what's available. Yeah, but it might have been the same with us. Like Kamar's talking about how we came to eat what we eat. I have a feeling it was like certain pockets of people. Like there was probably certain pockets of people that only ate meat. You know what I mean? Just because there was no green where they, were, where they lived. And then there's probably certain pockets of people that maybe meat was tougher to come by, so they ate a lot more green. It really made and then, me think about why we eat what we eat. And then through amalgamation, we kind of came up with this mm. sort of pyramid yeah. of food. I'm just, I'm just. He asked the question, "How I did mean, we come to eat what we ate?" I mean, the argument to me that is like um, the the brain size growing. That's the interesting argument for meat to me because if you can make that correlation, and all of a sudden, you know, we get so much smarter. And like he showed you, you could see that spike on the graph. If you can relate that to meat, and that's like, that's crazy. And then you start eating vegetarian, you become crazy. 
like all the left vegans. and get rashes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And all of a sudden, you want social media to stay private because Joe, you know, <laughs> Joe did say he felt uh, very aggressive when he ate meat. I, I I thought of all the eat, meat eat things, yeah. eat meat. This was the most interesting. I liked what he said about honey. It's actually good for your teeth. I w- I think I would eat meat all the time. I'd be okay with that. I don't like that shit they're talking about. The shitting. Well, shitting tar. That was the weird part, eh? When he goes, I was monitoring your yeah. diarrhea closely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear him say that. No, Joe was like, I was, I was yeah. at the shit. So I was talking about, I was like, no, no, I was monitoring that closely. I, was I have some of that in my was, bag, too, if you'd like me to. Oh, no, it's another um, Lex. Oh, it's, yeah. It's just the transition. I've been, collect- I've been collecting your feces. He was sort of too. there, but. And then they talked about LDL and cholesterol, and I fell asleep. Oh, Dude, I fell asleep listening to this too. Gluconeogenesis was another word they they used. I couldn't. Oh, maybe that's it because I don't have um, the paid for Spotify. I don't. I couldn't find the three times, four times button. Ah, ah that's, that's how the they plot get you. Thickens. I the had, plot thickens. I had to listen to this episode cold. I'm like so, an asshole. I'm so glad you mentioned this. Hold on. Let me say this to the listeners. The times three button is a goddamn lie. And you should know this too. I was on the treadmill the other day. I got on. At- oh, we know this isn't a true story. The treadmill? Yeah. Exercising? <laughs> Sorry. I'll make you feel better. I go real fucking slow. But I got on the treadmill for an hour the other day while listening to Roy Jones. And I put it on three times. So technically I was like, it should be three hours. Because one hour at three times is three hours. Two hours. So is that, is that one and a half? Well, no. What do you mean? T- Roy Jones was two hours. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm saying is at the end of my hour, I should have listened to three hours worth of podcast because right. it was on three times. Right. Yeah. The end of my hour on the treadmill, Roy Jones ended right away. So that means that the three times is only two times. I don't know how they fucking. Two in a touch. Maybe it's Swedish math. I don't know. Huh. But it's faster. Try it out. Huh. Try it out. I will. Yeah. Anyways, this guy came on talking about meat, and his name is Saladino. Yeah, that's crazy. What are we to doing? To me, here? that's the craziest part that was, of this that was whole the, thing. the whole thing. And honey's good for you, and fiber's a myth. Fiber's a myth. I don't think that's quite where they got, was it? Well, he, he was saying there's no evidence to say you have to eat all these greens to flush in your system. It's just your body has to adapt to the meat, and that transition period, you're going to have shits because it's. See, to me, here's the thing, okay? If you're uh if you're a person and you're having to survive in the woods. Okay. Okay. My um, CIA guy. No to make my druthers in the woods. You're just you. There's just been me. an okay. apocalypse yep. where it's wiped out everything but social media's a wiped everything of us out. And yeah. all the animals. They're okay. still around. You're going to get what you need to survive. You're gonna eat some vegetables, you're gonna eat some meat, you're gonna eat whatever the fuck you can get. That, to me, seems like the most logical diet. Whatever you can get. Whatever you can get. Agreed, yeah. Survival. I mean, not... I don't mean, like, fast food. I mean... I know, you're literally in a fucking... In the woods, there's nothing. You can yeah, get. whatever you can get. That's what our ancestors would have done. That's mm-hmm. what everybody That's how we got done. here. The idea that meat is, like, <laughs> um, there for... To make humanity better. <laughs> and vegetables are there to hurt humanity i i mean i that i don't know i'm a guy who believes everything and that seems i mean by that argument if you were to go on a kill crazy rampage and just 
like if you had the means to kill every living thing on this earth and eat it, you would be like the last strongest man. Like you would just be the supercomputer of earth. Right? Well, and, and you'd probably be really strong. So you'd be like, uh, what's his name? Thanos. There you go. What did the Egyptians eat? Each other, obviously, because they were super advanced. Zap Festivals. you of existence. Sorry, what? I, I think this is something huge to do what you were talking about, the geography, because rice in China or whatever. But what did, did Egyptians mostly eat meat? I, I don't know. Don't forget, it, was pl- it wasn't desert it, back it then. Was it was plush back plush then. I would green. imagine yeah. that they no, no. ate everything. They would have eaten vegetables. They would have eaten meat. They would have eaten fish. They would have eaten fucking... Shouldn't we also assume that plants... Dragons, that if they existed. Plants have gone, gone extinct as well. Yeah, they do go. So that's what I'm saying is I, I would assume they're if you go back far enough, they were eating shit that no longer exists. Well, no, that's an interesting argument, Matt. That kind of goes to what Kamara is saying. Look, if all that's left is the very strongest of the plants after all of this time, the from prehistoric till now, the they are the deadliest plants and everything we're eating is trying to kill us. By that, okay, now I'm now we're getting somewhere. We got I somewhere. can see Again, how that works. Sure, like, but you could also argue we've gene- we've gen- genetically modified everything to be... Well, that's what Kamar was asking in the first place. It took a long time to get back to your stupid first question, eh? <laughs> Did we just, did we invent everything that's, if we write history, I don't know if this is where you're going, but this is where I'm going. If we can invent history, why can't we invent what the vegetables are? That's what I said. That was my, my, why do we, why do we know a potato is a potato? But we did come on. Like if you go back and look at bananas from a hundred years ago, they're absolutely nothing like what we eat now. Kamar, not even close. The way you know, the ones that are real are the ones you can find in the forest. So you know onions are real because wild onions grow in the forest. If it doesn't, then it's not a real uh, vegetable. I'm being serious here. Like, well, I'm, no, and if it's not real, then maybe it could not be good for you. Like, right? They're all trying to I'm, kill us. I'm back with you now. I'm I've still going to eat vegetables and shit, but I think I want to try the carnivore diet. I don't have the money, but honey's good for you. Because either way, look, I'm looking at it this way now, Kamar. If these are the very poisonous things that have made their way through. I don't want to eat them. If these are things that the government invented, I also don't want to eat them. Passing that steak. I'm going fucking carnivore. Yeah. Is there. And who knows? Let's rate it. Yes. That's it. Wow. We could go on no, forever. No, 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 I'm done. I Good. give it a one. What episode did you accuse Joe Rogan of being like such a shill in? Like the biggest shill of all time? This one, I accused him of Was that this one tanking. or the last one? What do you mean? Oh, no, the Wesley one? Yeah, the, the politician. you did that in Wesley, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, at the end of okay, it. Okay, yeah. so I rated that one a two. Yeah. I meant to rate that one a four. No, I rate that one a two, but Matt, you get a five for that, by the way. <laughs> we okay. argued and you hated me for half of it, but, no, no, but you that, came around hard I, at the I end. I mean, that conspiracy theory is insane. That is the biggest winds of broke change it. of all time. You broke okay. it. Anyway, okay. here. Um, okay. This one... Something else good happened. Oh, we we figured out that vegetables are going to kill us. The vegetables so, are fake. Kamar, you get a five. And it's um, like Oprah over here with the fives. And this po- you get a five. And this you get podcast, a five. You get a five. This podcast gets like a fucking two. I was going to say nothing. It couldn't get higher than a two from you. No way. I gave this podcast a four. Wow. It, it, it really? Just, you it fell just, asleep. I mean, you were tired. When they talk about cholesterol. Okay, like, sorry. When they get it, hung up on like. LDLs or whatever, That's fair. but it made me look at it. It's fine. Come so, on. I, the only reason I said it like that is because I just figured if I fell asleep during a podcast, 
I was either A, super tired, or B, it wow, wasn't I didn't a four. actually fall asleep. I was trying okay, to be comical. Fair enough. Um, no, whims- maybe whimsical. this one deserves better, Kamara. It maybe made me understand. Right. And, 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 and my only criticism of him, I felt he was a little hard on Jamie. There's a bit of a taskmaster. No, no, he was very polite to Jamie. No, this light, no, no. About, uh, I was wow. watching it. It was very nice. I, I thought he was a bit. I thought he no, was a bit. He, he just had a lot of data that supported his claim. Listen, now that I'm thinking about this, now that I'm thinking about this, now that I'm anti-vegetable, this guy's <laughs> like the fucking messiah. Now that, now that I'm anti-vegetable. I'm is this my first five mm. ever? No, well, there's no fucking. If, if I go, if I go, no, it can't be a five. Let me say this: if you do go, <laughs> I, I will give you this. If if you do go carnivore, and six months from now you feel better than you ever have, I will let you come back to this one, and you can Absolutely. give it a five. Absolutely. Okay, fine. That's fine. That's fair. Right? Like That's we don't, fair. you know, you yeah. can't, you can't give this yeah. guy masta- no, messiah no, 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 status no. before true. starting. He the could fucking... be a Chris Kressler for all I know. There's Absolutely. a good chance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, he's a doctor. I. I... So was Chris Kressler, a doctor of acupuncture. Yeah, he didn't say what he was a doctor of. Yeah, be careful. No, he's a medical, be- he's, he said he worked in the cardiac unit, so I don't okay. think he was no, an you acupuncturist. Don't, you don't get away with it. And he was all about meat, and his last name is Saladino. What know, are we this, doing? Is, this is what are we doing here? That's enough to convert me right away. And then he's... So are you giving it a five or a four? No, I'm going to give it a four. It was so boring. But it's so brilliant at the okay, same time. So it's really a really I'm in a the best meat discussion I've ever heard. And of his name all. is Saladino. That has to get fucking like if it was a three, it's a four. You know, his I'm, name was Saladino, and he hates salads. I'm gonna do the listeners a favor because this is we we rate this like legitimately most of the time. We gave this five minutes for a reason. Simon just said it was really boring. He jokingly said he fell asleep. They're giving it a four for whatever reasons. This thing deserves nothing higher than a two. Unless you're super into nutrition or you're really interested in trying a carnivore-only diet, uh, don't waste your time with this one. I think that most people who do the carnivore diet don't even understand that they're doing the right thing. They're doing it because they're macho assholes, okay? They don't realize that vegetables are trying to kill them they and that that's the reason they should be doing it. Matt, you okay. need to wake up. You need to open your fucking eyes and stop being such a fucking pleb. And like, Jesus, it's right in front of you, man. It's right. I, I can't. Sometimes it's hard, eh, Kamar? It's like you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them yeah. think. No. That's... You know who said that? Dan on Roseanne. I don't know why I remember that, but you can't make them think. I I just think this was the most interesting podcast of the week. Wow, of okay. the four. Fair enough. At the end of the day. Well, this is crazy because I am. I even said to my wife today, because my son has an autoimmune disorder, and I said, Are, am I being stupid here? Like, should I just go carnivore with him and see if that can help? Like, obviously, I should try. Of course, support him. Obviously, I should try. Well, you can't until the business opens. It's tight times right now. How are you going to afford all that steak? <laughs> it's it's insane. It is a lot of it's insane. nuts for two men. I'll go shoot my oh. own fucking elk. <laughs> Get Joe to send you some. Maybe I should phone him and tell him. <laughs> I Anyways. feel like he just got meat everywhere. No, but listen, he does. He has a lot in California. Um, just talk to the security guy. No, but it, so I'm going to do this. And if it turns out that he's right and plants are trying to kill us, this episode gets a five. That's, Perfect. That's fair. 
Smash cut seven, seven months from now. Simon and his son are on benzodiazepines in Russia. No, he's benching just like Cuomo. Cuomo, unbelievable. Lifting my son he's, over my head. He's got fake photos of who has no problems anymore. I, I I would not believe it until I saw. Just it. thinking about it, thinking about all the meat I'm going to eat, is making me feel good. Okay, this podcast has already been about two and a half hours longer than it should have been. So, can we just? You done? Imagine it just like cures my pain and everything. <laughs> Don't imagine. Experience. Okay. Experience. I like that. If um, nothing else, nobody wants to live in a world where around every corner something somebody is trying to kill you. Especially if it's in the form of That's lettuce. how I feel. And you're right stuck now. with roots. Everywhere I go. Which is so interesting. This is so interesting. I'm sorry, Matt. I know you want to go, but I got to talk about this because this is one of those like when the universe is talking directly to you. I heard this whole other podcast about this doctor who believes that kind of like um, morphic resonance guy and the mushroom guy all believe that the plants are in communication with each other. But this guy takes it a step farther and he's like, Plants live kind of like we do in family units and they communicate with each other the same way we would pass on um, wisdom and genes to our children. They pass on via their root system and even the like stumps are still taken care of by the other root system. Moss still grows on them. So even when one gets killed and chopped down, like there are a lot of similarities to like a family unit. Anyways, it's just interesting. I hear this thing and now this, the plants are trying to kill us everywhere. Their families are trying to kill us. Like, Remember that podcast I made you listen woo! to where the tree was like going into... That's the um, the radio lab. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Maybe that tree was trying to get into that person's house to kill them. Dude, but that it all comes back to... It, it all comes back to um, the mushroom guy and the morphic resonance guy. And because the idea, Rupic, Matt, Rupric is, is that if plants, can On the learn, if plants can learn, it means they have memory. And if they have memory, then they got some sort of a brain. All and if they off. got a brain, they would want to kill us. Oh, if they got a brain, they got serious beef. We see what you've been doing to carrots. Motherfuckers. Everything, man. They're like, you treat animals so well, these fucks. And us, like, do you know how often I use a grater at home? I grate everything <laughs> in my salad. <laughs> no, it's crazy. Like, carrots, radishes, <laughs> onions, cucumbers. Like, everything is chopped. It's, it's a brutal household you live in. You're a butcher, basically. The butcher shop over there. It's like uh, Jack the Ripper. Think about the compost the too. Blood on your hands. I, I the am, compost is just like a just a bucket of dead hookers out front. Dude, once that's a week. so gross. You're allowed to throw your garbage away in a place you never have to look at it, but the vegetables have to stare at the fucking like just as a warning. Don't fuck with me, or you end up there in the corner with the maggots. <laughs> maggots are already okay. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you made it this far, wow, incredible. Um, if you want to join the conversation, there is a subreddit. It's reddit.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. Uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram or Twitter, it's Instagram or Twitter slash J-R-E-E podcast. You can follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamar Bar, Instagram and Twitter. For the weather. 
you can don't bother following yeah don't Simon. follow Simon's me done with I'm all not, the, no i am yeah i'm done he's I'm on done meat, with on fucking meat, vegetables done with social media done with vegetables you know give me I'm simon's joking. followers you're not gonna see me on i don't think you're joking you're i'm off social send media me something on fucking instagram and you're never gonna hear from me again keep your eyes <laughs> um there's a youtube if you want to uh, watch the show, we put everything up there. It's youtube.com slash podcast. We're trying to get to a thousand. So uh, Tell a friend. We know you have friends. We think you have friends. Tell one. If you have a friend of the CIA, tell them. Tell, I'm tell, trying to help you out here. Tell right? 10. Tell 10. Yeah, tell 10. Well, that's, um, being, that's like, who has 10 friends, really? Yeah, like I said, even if you're not planning on watching, just go over to YouTube, hit subscribe. It does us a big favor. Um, and then, of course, the most important, patreon.com slash now let's get it on the perspective. We did it like that, and now we do it like this. You got a trip to adjust your down. We're transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that, and now we do it like this. Through the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. Some week coming up soon. Yes. We also have starting in November Simon's Conspiracy Corner and Commercial Vice Corner. That being said, thank you so much for listening. We hope you do have a great week, weekend. Stick around for the post show. And as usual, it's